I'm a Wario. I'm a gonna win. Time to grind through the end of the week. It's the Grinding Gear Podcast. I'm Garrett, joined as always by my good buddy Kyle, who Hi. is going to be my Valentine on tonight's Final Fantasy Valentine stream. That's true. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, apparently there's a proper gauntlet or something in there for us. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. I got I got Valentine beef. You want to hear my Valentine beef? You ba- oh, I, got, is it- I got Valentine beef, man. How, how old is this beef? How ancient uh, is this Brand new. Brand new. I just oh, got an email okay. in my inbox that has given so me Valentine like- beef. It's not singles awareness day. It's not um it's not what we used to do in like high school and uh, stuff. No, really no, and, and hey, day. and hey, respect to the singles out there, but I was uh basically never one of them. Uh from Ooh, oh, from wow. from like uh, uh four, I started dating freshman year of high school. Uh humble brag. Always I'm not I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to let you know my biases. I'm not trying to dunk or brag or anything, but I started dating freshman year of high school and uh, uh, have always had someone to go out on Valentine's Day with ever since. Wow. Uh, you, you brave so man. You know, I'd say I, lucky. No, no, you, you had bravery. You had uh, role models, perhaps you had um, gumption. I, I can do attitude. I was, you know, kind of annoying kid. And uh, Blink-182 made uh, annoying kids uh, attractive. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> lucky, yeah. <laughs> lucky really, really, just kind of grew up in the right decade. What's your big beef? What's beef? Uh, well, oh yeah, no, I love it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a romantic. Uh, I, I enjoy a Valentine's Day. I like, I like planning it. Think, looking ahead, thinking how am I? What are we? Where are we going? I, lo- I'm a big fan of the reservation. I get excited about making a reservation uh, somewhere worth eating not always fancy uh sometimes we we go to an old cheap joint that we used to go to when we were young and broke um cute like uh, actually that the last couple of years because we remembered the food is good um this year though i was like "Ah, i want to go somewhere fancy and we got a couple of fancy places that we like around here and uh, long and short of it got got myself a reservation i was like four weeks old i'm like hell yeah let's get that reservation today made this reservation multiple weeks ago today i get an email and they're like, we're so excited to have you be, to be joining us for our Valentine's Day dinner. Uh, we just uh, want to confirm that you still want this reservation and to let you know that we're serving a prefix. Oh. And I was like, you bastard. They got it. Was it, were you doing the, the fondue place? You was that a melting pot? What? Were you, God, were no. you melting pot? No, okay. I, have, I have never been to a melting pot. Uh, I've, oh, actually, I've never eaten fondue, um, period, hmm. uh, or a prefix. No weddings at all? Uh, no, no, no. Huh. no. Uh, most of the weddings, most of my friends got married <laughs> post food trucks. So ah, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, if your friends prefix, you know, it's, it happens in a lot of French restaurants. As a matter of fact, the French restaurant in Epcot, which I love, has a wonderful prefix. Uh, it's actually, I think, totally worth the money. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I'm super pissed. I like <laughs> their normal menu. Sense. I want to go there for the normal menu. Also, it is $110 a plate, which, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super mad. And oh now, of course, goodness. all the other places we like going completely booked up. Ruby. <laughs> yeah. 
the video game podcast. Welcome everybody. Yes, well, dude. What? I just, just you know we mentioned just, it. Yeah, and getting that. All I just wanted. To, have you ever been forward. on a podcast before? This I, is I, how I, they go. Yes, yes, it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, I I hope you can recover from this massive blow. Yeah. And it is a pretty decent spread. Folks in chat right now are like, and you don't get to choose the food. No, it's a limited choice. It's a limited choice. They have like five, like five items for a nap, five items for a like dinner, and on like a plane. two for a dessert. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they are pretty good. They're not $110 good. They're not $110 good. I, I've been to this place before. I've seen what their normal dishes that cost so much money are, and they're way better. So. Not that I would ever wow. spend over $100 on a single dish. So mm-hmm. they seem way better. I haven't had one. I usually, you know, more in the $50 range at this place. Anyway, that's my Valentine's beef. I'm super okay. bummed. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how I'm going to handle this. I am very uh, bad at cooking filet, uh, which would I would just be like, screw it. I'll cook filet at home. Uh, but oh, you're, you're thinking like full on abandoned ship. Um, like you're going to. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was like there. Like, I almost the, the, the email had this sense of we know we're going to piss some people off. So we're giving you an out right now so that you don't show uh, up. Realize you're okay. on the hook for over two hundred dollars and complain. I thought they were about to give you the old plane treatment like the if a couple would be willing to sit out, we will give you a voucher because, oh. you know, our tables are full. <laughs> we overbooked. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, I, I would have you're going. To- I would have probably been equally beefed at that. But uh, wow. But yeah, no, I bet dude, I'm freaking. <laughs> anyway, this is what Valentine's beef. What made me think of it? Um, OK. <laughs> do you have Valentine's? Would you like to share? Would you like to get in on this? No, no, I don't. I don't. Um, I, uh, I, I'm doing my best, <laughs> but um, Valentine's Day isn't really happening this year. You know, twelve week old and all that. You know, it's not um, not really in the cards. The the range is limited. Mm. The the time periods of which you can excuse oneself is a uh, finite. <laughs> but Hot Wheels make some awesome Mario Kart toys, and they fit on the Mario Kart tracks. So. Yeah, that, nice. that's, that's my good news of the week. That's your good news. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so you know what to what what to get Flynn for Valentine's? Yes, it's right over there. It's a it's a four pack. It's uh, got Bowser, Shy Guy, who is his favorite, uh, Dry Bones. Ooh, Shy Guy! Kuta. I did not know Flynn yeah. was a man of taste. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a big Shy Guy man. He makes me play Toad, which I'm kind of like. Yeah, is that a diss? I, I don't know. You know, Toad's Toad's light. He's fast. If I would imagine, I remember being a kid and uh, I just liked shooting Slippy in Star Foxes. I don't like Slippy, so maybe he just likes beating up on Toad. Could be. I'm I'm, I'm more of I'm becoming a Waluigi fan. This past weekend, we had a Mario party, Mario Kart party, where uh, we invited over a, a couple that actually ended up being super competitive. <laughs> But the AI is amazing. Like you give the kid the control and it'll just like drive itself except for cheap, cheap beach. For some reason they haven't programmed that well. And you always get stuck on one of like the ropes, but otherwise, you know, just pop your items and you're good to go. And you'll probably get like third place. So we had a big Mario Kart party, uh, but yeah, yeah, they they didn't get too competitive. It didn't get super weird, but it was kind of like, you know, we're playing with a three-year-old, right? Like you guys are throwing down over there. (laughs) So sorry. Who's your, who's your usual pick when, when you're not being a good dad, I, I'm I'm moving into like Waluigi. Is oh wow, okay. Like, I, I was I, I wanted to go like Dry Bones Bowser because he's badass, mm. but 
like you know, I'm I've, I'm kind of moving around. You know, I've kind of grown out of the like Luigi, like wipe your nose kind of phase. Like Luigi has a certain second child energy that is that really appeals to me. Uh, I'm the older child, but you know, I like it, it's a, it's a I'm gonna say you're the firstborn. I am, I am, but I, you know, I have that like need to prove yourself kind of energy that mm. I respond to with Luigi, and and I'm terrified of scary things. So I, I, he really, he's he's a spirit animal. I was always Yoshi, still am Yoshi, Yoshi all the time. But it was tough because like all my friends wanted to be Yoshi, so we always mm. had to fight oh. over it. Now you have like eight different Yoshis you can be. So you can be oh. the red Yoshi, oh, yellow, or so like everyone I, could be Yoshi if you really much wanted the to. New, I haven't played much in the new Mario Kart, so it's not really yeah. committed to memory. I say new. Yeah, Isn't they, it just a port of the Wii U version, like kind of scaled up? I think maybe that's why it has deluxe on it. I can't. Yes, yeah, that's can't. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it's sure, basically but it the, is deluxe. The Wii U Mario Kart. Not that anyone but they knows. Have like a, they have like DLC, like maps and stuff. So they're committed to kind of keeping this, it seems, the Mario Kart of the Switch. Like yeah. the only one they'll yeah. make. Yeah. which is really nice because you can kind of invest into well, yeah, it. Yeah, and no one no one knows that it came from the Wii U except for the three people that bought the Wii U. Yeah, the, the Wii U was a rather uh, unrepresented console. They, yeah. they they trash on Yoshi, man. Yoshi, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but Yoshi usually has the worst AI, like nearly always last place. They want Yoshi to be bad. They committed. Makes me committed. sad. Makes me sad. These are these are the big shames of the week really around here. Mm. Well, now we got uh, we got a lot to talk about. We do today. have a lot to talk about. There's some there's some some exciting and dramatic things happening in the world of uh, nerdy ass video games this week. So let's get to this week's news. Good, 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 good. Oh, great news, everyone! Shove it. Uh, Kyle, would I, you would you like more Dead Space? I, I, I while we're talking about yeah, I want to squeeze in a quick tweet that happened this morning uh, to raise attention to it. This was by John Epler who is the creative director on Dragon Age, who revealed in a tweet this week that when you sprinted on a horse in Dragon Age Inquisition, it didn't actually make you go faster. The Frostbite engine couldn't stream the levels any better. So they just added speed lines and changed the camera so it felt like it was going faster. What the Frostbite they... engine is crap, man. What? It literally couldn't what? handle a faster horse. Why didn't they just not? Why didn't they just not give it a sprint? <laughs> I think I think we'd all be kind of bummed about it. You get on a horse and it's always trotting. That, that's not horse energy. Yeah, that's a crappy horse. Oh my god! I'm Need for Speed is made in frostbite, and they're honestly the last few have been pretty freaking good. Like, I, I granted, game worlds wildly different between them, <laughs> but what the shit? That's that's insane, man. That's I've I've I've, yeah. I've, I've like I've tur- I face turned on on Frostbite because because, you know, I I beat that need for speed heat, which was last year's uh, or the year before, technically the year before we're in 2023. But you know what I mean? It's not the most recent one. It's the one before the most recent one. I That game's great. And it's all in Frostbite and it looks good. It looks great. Even the characters look good. Well, Frostbite is an amazing, amazing, amazing multiplayer engine mm. in many regards. It's not a good story engine yeah it's 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 i i forget i forget about the the dark like decade of frostbite (laughs) like because you just don't hear about it that much anymore we've kind of like everyone's essentially moved on from frostbite uh but there's you know it's still it's still happening in the background and and like my last experience with it was really positive so that's uh that's amusing good way to go dragon age way to way to go Uh, i should still go back and beat you at some point you maybe 
maybe. That was that was one where I, I admitted to myself afterwards. I was like, I played this game just to romance someone, then I felt done afterwards. That's fair. You know, that is kind of the Dragon Age way. I'm curious if they can even pull off Dreadwolf. They seem to be really focusing on Solus. Uh, I think is his name, as I remember it. The the sort of um, it was the Elven bald dude. I am keeping up with uh, anything. It's been so long that I'm I'm like, I, I remember almost nothing about your world. Just show me the game. And the best part of Dragon Age Inquisition, which is a manner you come across one of the final zones, you're actually terribly overleveled to enjoy it. Mm. So they, they had some weird balance issues. The ending snuck up on you. They had an amazing chair you would sit in, like do like Game of Thrones throne kind of business where you're supposed to be like the inquisitor and like sitting in your chair and being like, Hmm, I'm, I'm king of the castle and used it like three times <laughs> for very, very minor decisions. Like they dragon age is a ripoff of game of Thrones, but it was done before people knew about game of Thrones, like dark spawn, the wall. It's all, it's all very like one-to-one, mm. but dragon age was more popular than game of Thrones at, at the time. Uh, and now yeah. Game of Thrones is probably the most singular famous piece of fantasy fiction, which is insane to me. But I think like my parents, I say Lord of the Rings to them. I don't think anything springs in their brain, but I say Game of Thrones. I'm sure they can at least think of a logo. Sure. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. There's a language barrier for Lord of the Rings. You know, it's written in a very old style that certainly gave me a lot of the audio books are younger. great. Yeah, they're real. And good. then. And then you got like Dune and stuff like that, too, which, which we're currently going through. We made it to book three. Uh, we're on Children of Dune. Things are getting increasingly weird, but that, hey, he grew his own mushrooms. So, you know, that's how he came up with the planet. Uh, now people are asking the age of my parents. And ch- I don't know why you're asking me that question. I'm not sure how, how the age of my parents uh, adjusts the reaction to they probably don't know what Lord of the Rings is. I mean, there was movies, you know, the, the, the movies were big. The new they haven't cinemas. seen them. They've never seen them. They never watched them. I've asked them if they'd like to watch them, and the answer is no. So, I think to my dad, there's still books. But there are people who just don't touch fantasy. Like yes. it's got to have a real gun in it, or it doesn't work. And some people <laughs> can even do like zombies. And then there's people who, you know, love motorcycles so much that you know they'd rather play. Well, what, what was the one with the motorcycle? The Days Gone. Like we all have preferences. Oh. And sometimes preferences become so large that regardless of like quality of content, it can dictate you in certain directions. I thought you were going to go with like Terminator for, for motorcycle. Uh, I mean, but. Terminator's cool. Yeah, Terminator's mm. cool. Terminator hasn't been able to reach that uh, saturation point like Total War has. And I think Star Wars has really gotten there. I think that's really the victory of the last year or two of Star Wars is we finally reached the point where there's enough Star Wars that you can kind of just web your own talent tree of what you like. And you don't have to be like that super fan that likes everything and like gets defensive about it. Cause you can just be like, well, I like this, but I don't like this, but that's okay. Cause I like this. And that that's a happy place to be. But fantasy, I like all of it except for rise of Skywalker. And, and fantasy, like a, like Lord of the Rings doesn't necessarily have that because it, it's constantly battling with itself. There's also the issues of like, you know, the letters, you know, the Tolkien's son is a grandson now, maybe, but it, the, the mysterious letters of Tolkien that keep being published in new stories. I'm having this trouble with Dune 2 right now. Like, it's just after book three, it's like his son writing it with help from someone else. And you're like, is this really like what the artist uh, writer intended originally while he was on said shrooms? 
Well, I intended to talk about Dead Space, and then you surprised me. Um, please, please continue. <laughs> Kyle, would you like more Dead Space? Is this is this really a GQ article? This originally oh. came from GQ. You you brought this to my attention via a GameSpot article, but all that GameSpot article is doing is quoting the GQ article. Oh, interesting. Um, you used to read a little GQ. Um, I had no idea they were doing video game reporting now. Yeah, uh, is, I'm, I'm like scrolling through it for the stream. Like, is GQ good? Uh, I'm just before I put it up because I used you to know, enjoy I, learning about, you know, suits from GQ. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like GQ a good still, blazer, Kyle. I, I mean, I don't think there's any naked people, but GQ is kind of in my mind of like the like we interviewed the, the swimsuits and like there's like there's a button for swimsuits. That's that's like ma- I feel like that's Maxim. GQ is like men's oh, Maxim. Fashion. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. G- GQ okay. is like look at Silver Fox George Clooney in his. Nice jacket. like Sure. Well, you know, when we were younger, ITN had like hot tub of the day, like right up there, always flashing at you. Hot tub. Oh, I, yeah, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. We've calmed down. Sports <laughs> Illustrated still do the swimsuit edition. Is that a thing they still do? Probably? Are magazines even still around? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I've been I've been to doctors. Doc- well, no, <laughs> not in the last three years. They haven't had magazines because, you know, touching and. You know, sharing. Oh, it did. Um, well, I'm in Florida, dude. They never stopped. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then no, there's no mag. The, the empty rack is a cold reminder of what once was, as well as the screws in the table where once that thing sat. You know, where you'd move. The it's little- environmental storytelling. It's just so much more boring than the uh, the, the the apocalypse we were promised. The blocks. You, you move through the blocks through the little spirals and stuff as you move it around We're just per- perpetually in a very passive apocalypse that's that's yes. our future that's our future <laughs> uh it's not cool it's no and, and green no. like the last of us sadly but uh yeah there's an interview with uh the two heads of the the dead space remake um and really what came out of this is uh they didn't like hard shut down the possibility of getting back into and re-exploring dead space in new games they uh, they were asked by GQ, do you have ideas what you could do for it next? And they said, for sure, <laughs> was like the beginning of the answer. Um, so then they kind of like then they kind of brush it off, make a joke. They're like, listen, after everything we just went through, we kind of just want to take a break. We're, we're both heading out on vacation. Um, but so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Yeah, this this to me read like a lot of YouTubers like, man, I got this great idea for a video someday. I'm really busy, you know, running my one piece channel. You know, it's one piece all the time. But someday, you know, I'm going to get to it. You know, I'm going to like, of course, they what what human being after creating an entire remake, which was quite faithful, like it had a lot of, you know, additions and side sort of rooms and stuff. But they they filled out that world. They kept it extremely faithful. Who wouldn't want to make something else after that? Like, you're just sick of staring at Dead Space. So, so I, I didn't play any of the original games. My understanding, one, revered, two, beloved, three, everyone says has cool co-op and then doesn't want to talk about anything else regarding that game. This is my personal osmosis to someone who hasn't played it. So, what do you think? You think they remake two and then retcon three and, and chart a new course? I don't even think you have to like retcon it. Three was just such a military shooter departure. Mm. There's there's no need to really worry about it at all. I mean, also Isaac's nuts. <laughs> like you can do whatever you want. The guy's nuts. 
I mean, you you could all, you could pull an aliens four, you know, you, that he they were experimenting on the xenomorph or, or what was it, an, endomorph, um, uh, the necromorph. That's a that's a thin person. I necro, think necro necro necromorph necromorph. And they like found some Isaac DNA, so they brought him back because he has the secrets in his head. And like, God, like, like they, you could just do it. You don't you, you don't have to just worry tell about a new story much. in a new corner of that creepy ass universe. Yeah, sure. Or uh, yeah, if come up with a new character, that'd be cool. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I love. There's a there's a throwaway line in the beginning of Dead Space Remaster, which I feel like opens up so many more possibilities for monster designs. And two has some of my favorite monster designs. Like two has two is a is an amazing art book, if you will. Like that's the kind of game you would buy the monster manual art book, all the background features for, but the game is kind of like, you know, like, um, I mean, honestly, like, like Hellboy (laughs) in some regards, but there's, there's a lot of products like this where you're like, wow, that was beautiful. Wow. That was awesome. And too many cooks in the kitchen when it came to the story, but rather uh, the the nice, you know, nice robots in that one. Star Wars. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) And you got to see the market square in Obi-Wan. You're like, you know what? That was kind of worth seeing the market square. That was nice. I just like, I just like the final fight in Obi-Wan a lot. <laughs> I, just, I just like that a lot. I, that, uh, I mean that too, you know, I, I did that a lot as a kid, me and my dad, we would say, Hey, let's do a movie night. And what we ended up doing is we'd use the chapter select feature and we watched five different movies and just the fight scenes. Uh, oh, dude. I no. Oh, I, I, wow. Yeah. Big difference between you and me. I can't do that. I can't. The only thing I do that with is I used to be like, when I got a new TV, I would load up uh, uh, just the tree destruction sequence of Avatar 1 because uh, I never need to see that movie again because it's kind of boring, but it sure is pretty. So you get a new TV. Sure. They used to be what I load up. Uh, didn't do it with this new one because, well, first of all, it didn't have a, I don't have a 4K version of Avatar, and I'll be damned if I ever buy an Avatar again. Uh, <laughs> but actually, I think the, the first thing I loaded up was Dune because I got it shortly after Dune mm. came out. And, ooh, buddy. Oh, Dune looks good. Also, Dead Space looks good. I moved the PS5 back out to the living room. Been playing it, and uh, holy crap, that game looks amazing on my television. Oh, did you end up having a Did you end up having a darkness issue, like with the lighting? Because not you're, you're really no. And I went and watched. I think it was IGN's review, and it looks like my game. So. Okay, cool. So then other streamers were cheating that I saw. I, th- I, I think saw a so. Lot, yeah, a lot of cranked cranked light. Yeah, because IGN's review was in 4K, I believe, because I remember thinking it looked weirdly crisp for a YouTube video on my TV. Um, but no, I think it's just supposed to be. Uh, I think it's supposed to be dark. <laughs> like I think that's kind of the point. Also, apparently, they did have an issue with muddy textures um, in the environment, which wasn't helping, and that was recently updated in a recent patch. So I mean, we played this day one, and I had no complaints. Like no, I'm, I thought, I'm glad they fixed something. But I didn't care. Stunningly beautiful game like i it is it is we actually we haven't had a chance to talk about it this is our first time talking about it on the podcast we we streamed oh, yeah, it last friday fun. if you want to want to yeah. see our day one impressions uh also see me play dead space for the first time ever um we streamed it last friday it's in our live stream uh playlist it's on our youtube channel youtube.com slash tv didn't mean to make this a promotion but go go give it a watch um because also i yelled a lot <laughs> i was terrified the game is terrifying yeah. i didn't think it was going to be scary because it's a third person game resident evil 4 does not scare me resident evil 2 remake did scare me a, a little bit but not a bunch 
Uh, but Dead Space is uh, legitimately terrifying. It is a terrifying experience. Um, like absolutely scared the living crap out of me. And uh, but yeah, it is a it is a masterpiece game. I cannot believe I haven't played it. I've already got ideas. Like I wanted, it is now the cornerstone of me really wanting to do a a, a one off video on the channel where we talk about the golden age of like three sixty era video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that it was, it's not a it, was, it wasn't a three sixty exclusive back in the day. I don't think. I think it was also on PS three. Um, but like that that era. Uh, cause I'm becoming nostalgic for it and I was already kind of thinking about it a bit. And then I played dead space and, and it all came rushing back. I was like, I miss this era of triple a game like big time. Um, so I've already got kind of an idea for a video I want to do. Um, doing non final fantasy videos right now is a little scary. Uh, <laughs> after our video this week, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to, we're, we'll talk, we'll talk about that a little bit. It's actually a fat, it's a fascinating thing. You know, we can, we can talk about that a little later too. Yeah. Um, but it, it is interesting because a lot of people are saying our next bit of news is a result of dead space doing well, not ready to jump ahead quite yet, but like Jedi survivor yeah. getting delayed at all is EA being like, Oh damn, like single player game sell. Wow. Yeah. And I I think that could be true. Obviously, if we say this golden age, like, yes, there's no microtransactions. There's not a lot of menu fluff. The game is very simple. It's very, um, it's very HUD light. It doesn't commit itself to the level of like camera work. That's something like, god of war 2018 does we're like we're never ever breaking the camera and they're not doing like it's now a movie last of us remastered it's just very immersive and it was a great idea and the gameplay puzzle of it is amazing i mean anybody who wants to be like ah you doom i actually i've never heard this before but i'm sure there's excuse me people out there that are like doom is stupid what a dumb game you know i don't really care for doom um it is a puzzle shooter. It is it is an amazing feat of puzzle ingenuity. And not just in the like you need the certain weapon to counter the certain thing. Like you are constantly switching weapons with your movement, interacting with the environment and the enemies to make a very, very busy bit of dynamic gameplay. And cutting off limbs is fun. It's it's a great mini game. That works extremely well and helps communicate future monsters you run into. And as the game progresses, monster types change. That core stays with you, but it evolves. And it just makes for a really, really fun thing. Now, I think there's a lot of uh, guesses as to why we don't do dismemberment like this anymore. I think a lot of it was other markets, YouTube sensitivity, everything else like that. We started becoming more aware of that and uh, having issues you know, you know, uh, wildly uh, uh, building building your game to wildly, uh, you know, leave room for adjustments for the Chinese market has been really working out well for major studios lately. Yeah, well, that's a that's a yeah, that's a rather um, yeah funny bit of the of yeah. the Overwatch and everything else news that came with a uh, Netty shutting yeah, down Blizzard yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling smug about it at all. No, please, please, no one. please give me no a watered down experience uh, so that you can make money in territories that don't affect me. Right. And then have them immediately put out their own version of it, stealing your intellectual yes. property yes. And, and, you know, yes, say, well, we're immune. Yeah, it's, that, it's that, rather that, fabulous. Yeah. But yeah. I love this thing. Like, I'm a huge Dead Space fan. Uh, not, you know, I, I'm I'm not like a 
Funko figurine kind of guy. So like my fandom is very isolated to my own head. I don't really let it like spill into my shelves. <laughs> but <laughs> Don't mention Funkos. I'm going to go off. I think they are the I, I got, lamest collectible on earth. I'm just saying like when, when I share like a fandom that I have, it's often like very close to my heart and it's not represented in my background. So I'm just I'm preferencing here. But I think Dead Space is one of the greatest games of all time. And this remaster uh, remake is freaking fabulous. It's, and I loved watching you play through it. It's basically a perfect game. I haven't finished it. I'm so far from finishing it. I, I got back into Ragnarok. But like I haven't picked up a game and been instantly just like, holy shit, this is one of the best things I've ever played in a long time. I'm, I'm again. I don't mean to keep beating up Ragnarok, but it's you know it's a third person single player experience, so it's a good touch point right now. Ragnarok really let me down um, when I first picked it up. I think the first like quarter of that game is boring <laughs> um, and kind of a kind of a letdown compared to where it left off with 2018. Um, it gets a lot better, but I hate. Oh, nothing bumps me out than having to give that. Just stick with it. Um, uh, you know, disclaimer to friends, except for Final Fantasy 14. Just stick with it. Play it for love of God. If you like it most, play Final Fantasy 14. Um, but that's a little different, right? Because when you say stick with an MMO, like you're already in this headspace of hours and hours and 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 grind. Some people, and, not everyone's like that. I, I don't. Think. I guess that's fair. Um, but you know, like there were there were there were exceptions to the rule way early. Like I remember playing uh, what was the the the, the <laughs> super cleavagey one? Terra was that it? I think so. My old college roommates hit me up when they they're like, you 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 play this? It's like action oriented. It was like I was still playing tab targeting World of Warcraft and picked that up. And like within minutes, I was like, oh damn, this is fun as hell because it's just completely different control style. So that was an MMO that kind of grabbed me right away, though I didn't stick with it. But um, yeah, nonetheless. Uh, the Dead Space game is point is is, is a extremely polished experience. Like, yeah, damn. My biggest critique is they added one scene from Dead Space Two, which I never liked at all. But I will leave that in the spoiler territory. It's extremely specific, and you can hear Kyle go off about it in the stream vod. Exactly. More more prompts that direction. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I would love to see more Dead Space. I would love to see more Jedi Survivor, but I'm going to have to wait for it. Yeah, six weeks. Uh, is this is this good news to you? Or uh, I am I almost unanimously consider delays good news. And they've been kind of bad, though, recently, right? Like, you know, Cyberpunk and Cyberpunk and was uh, almost three years ago now. That's true. That's true. I just feel like d- delays are just a sign of things to come. Maybe not for Respawn. Maybe not for Respawn. But I do feel the uh, delay anthem cyberpunk kind of we're delaying it to get it ready for you. We would never release anything broken to me. It's like, oh, no, oh, it's all going awry. They also have the previous game to lean on. Like they I already have their resume. Uh, we have a Jedi game in the in the can and it's good. Uh, so they've built up goodwill with me. I trust this team. I trust this uh, now franchise because we're about to have a second game in the series. Um, so yeah, I read this, I read that they're, you know, they put out, you know, one of those famous text images on Twitter. We're very used to seeing these now. A lot of times that it means anytime I see these, by the way, my brain immediately goes, Oh no, what did you do? Cause I see one of these and I immediately just assume it's a, we hear you statement. (laughs) Oh, well that's, that's better than where my head went. Sure. Okay. I was thinking, what did your creators do? Like, I don't, I don't, but or that, yeah, or it's either we hear you or someone or multiple people have been fired. 
uh, yes. for, for shitty behavior. Like when I see one of these images, that's where my brain goes. So when I read this and it's just for the last three years, yada, yada, yada. Uh, where, 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 where is it in order for the team to hit the respawn quality bar, provide the team the time they need and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve. We have added six crucial weeks to our release schedule. Star Wars Jedi survival will now launch globally on April 28th. When I got to that point, I was like, Oh, thank God. Okay. That's all it is. That's all it is. So like I was already uh, Twitter image sweaty, uh, reading through this. <laughs> so, uh, I'm totally, I'm totally take all the time you need. I'm, I just I just want the game to be good because the last one was good. So just make this one good too, please. Cool. I'm glad you're happy about it. Yeah, I don't. I can wait. I can, Kyle, it's not like we have a lack of things to do. No, there's plenty, plenty to be played, plenty to be done in that environment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Press S for F for Anthem. That's all. All F, Anthem was was one big F press. Chat. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I believe we call it an L nowadays. They, that was a big L. I think we already L. pressed F for Anthem. Yeah, the F was pressed many, many times mm-hmm. for poor Anthem. Anthem effed itself. Yeah, yeah. I was proud of it. <laughs> How do you feel about it? I'm, I'm, I mean, it's I'm, more time like for you to actually beat the first game that you uh, yeah, you abandoned and walked away from. If it, I did abandon it, yes. I mean, I, I am in that sphere right now of you know general gaming coverage, and you know there's projects to do, videos to be made, recordings to be completed, edits to be done. So sometimes I, I your am, brain goes, "Is this going to be a video?" No, then it can wait. Yeah, like that. It's it's something I'm adapting to. You know, not a. I guess we could have, you know, why not have a conversation on the podcast a little bit? Like it is, it is something I'm adapting to. Like I, I was a, growing up, I was a rental kid. So I would get the game, no side quests, main quests only. Got to be in one weekend. Go, go, go. And I grew out of that. I, I, I think I didn't really grow out of it. I got my own money and there wasn't a lot of it. So I would buy a game and I'd hundred percent it. Cause you know, I had to get my value now doing more general gaming. I'm finding myself only starting games, which, you know, we even talked to Jesse Cox about that a little bit on our interview episode there. Like you just your first impressions are going to be the fastest thing to produce, the best thing you can get out there. And the back half of the game, that's for the very particular channels that are super fans that you're always going to see fall off as you go deeper and deeper into a topic because not as many people breach the subject that far. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with Jedi Fallen Order. It didn't capture me as a side game. And that that was that. That, like, yeah. that, was, that was it. Fair. Yeah. yeah Fair. I, I, I wanted to. And I'm pretty sure you've been hinting at, like, something really cool happening on the on the goth girl planet. But I. Yeah. But you also uh, didn't like the planet right away, which is uh, blasphemy. Um, so I, I don't. Because well, it I was. Red and Sandy? I can't, I can't help you. And the shirtless dudes were attacking me? I've seen a lot of shirtless dudes. <laughs> no, I fought, I fought a lot of grunts in video games. I haven't seen a lot of shirtless dudes in Star Wars. There could be more of that. I agree. We could use some more eye candy I in the Star Wars I universe. Haven't seen, I haven't seen it. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bet you someone probably got robbed. In those movies they made. What? Well, you know, like... Oh, um, you mean... Like, uh, oh, because they work out of... Like Oscar Isaac should have yeah, taken his shirt off more? Yeah, yeah. I, that was that was actually the one I was going to target. I bet you Oscar Isaac's, like, really worked out a lot. 
and should have had at least like a Thor well, level just, like backlit shirt off scene, like washing his wounds or something. Well, he also just did uh, Moon Knight, so it's Marvel, which I mean, they all we always hear that they just make you work out like crazy and then they cover your ass up in freaking a suit. Right? Anywho, so like, what's fair. the point? It ain't right. Anakin Greatest was shirtless crime in episode is still three. The You're right, Heart's Eye. Anakin was shirtless in episode three. Anakin. Yeah, he like wakes up all sweaty from bed, oh. like gets up and you're and you you point and go, oh my god, Hayden Christensen shaves his chest. Uh, well, good for him or for uh, the movie. It, it, it depends on your coverage ultimately, but you know, I'd like a nice Leonardo DiCaprio buttocks kind of up <laughs> against the glass of Coruscant scene would have worked really well. You know, it had to be a butt double, right? There's no way that's actually Leo's butt. No, in um in uh, Romeo and Juliet, that's Leo's butt. Oh, it is. Nice oh, it was an okay butt. Yeah, it was, it was a I fine butt. It was a butt double. Okay. I think what was it in Titanic or something? I don't know how yeah, we got here for double. oh shirtless dudes on the uh, on Dathomir and yes, but uh, oh yes, yes, yes Dathomir, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. Dathomir, I'm aware it's a much beloved planet. It's literally legitimately the coolest planet in the Star Wars galaxy, but not cool enough for Kyle Ferguson. No, nope, so, no, nope. uh, yeah. So we'll see. I I like where they're taking the character. I I. I'm interested to see. <laughs> and finally, final bit of news this week. We're going to play this. Oh, nice. Or should I say the last, mm. last bit of news? Last of oh, Us is uh, confirmed, confirmed for season two. Sweet. Yeah. It's a good show. Season two confirmed. Uh, your mileage on how excited you're going to be depends, I think, uh, exactly on whether or not you enjoyed Last of Us 2. I did. So I'm excited for this. Maybe. Actually, you know what? This is this is an interesting. This is an interesting thing because I like Last of Us too, and I do like the story. But oh boy, the story is not nearly as fun as Last of Us One. It it it, well, it is so dark. It is Last so of Us isn't dark. Really a fun game. No, and one is dark as well, but it has a lot of brevity uh, because yeah. of the the. Uh, like charisma and and just the pairing of of Joel and Ellie and and their interplay is just it 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 brings levity to an extremely dark situation and uh I love I love dark I like dark stories I like depressing stories um Last of Us 2 is one of the darkest stories I've ever been exposed to and so, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe devoid of the gameplay, which I think is just objectively better in two than one. The gameplay is just tightened up really well. Uh, probably gonna be a tough watch. It will play itself, though, which will be nice. I mean, that's kind of where I'm coming from. That is, oh, dude, dude, the other night I sat down and uh, uh, Katie's like, uh, except for MMO is like hardcore, not a 3D gamer. She, she likes she still likes uh, 2D games. I, I sat down. I was exhausted from a long day of uh, editing. And I was like, man, could you play Dead Space? Because I want to see it, but I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can uh, understand that. Yeah. And yeah. And she, yeah. And uh, that didn't happen. Um, but that that did. That has happened more often uh, than not. And. You know, maybe, maybe that'll, maybe that'll be, I, you know, I, I got, I, you know, I did just recently get through Chernobyl, which is probably the most depressing thing I've ever watched. And I will say it was amazing. Um, it's a great, great show. It will also rip your soul from your body, uh, while 
while la- I wouldn't say while laughing, but it is, it is exceptionally <laughs> made. It might be laughing. Miniseries. Yeah, you might not be laughing. It's an exceptionally made miniseries. So yeah, you know what? Maybe you no. Know, I'm back to I'm back around to it. I'm I'm here for this. Bring it on. Bring on season two. Okay. Okay. Bring on yeah, season I, two. I mean, I'm I'm aware of the. I never played Last of Us two. I I don't think I could. I didn't have a PlayStation four or yeah, five. Yeah, it was uh, so, it was an exclusive. So you were you were boned. You you had no option. right. So. It, it like uh, like oh no like sometimes your brain does weird things when you can't even have a thing so you like hate something because you're like well i can't even do it anyway so why would i get my hopes up like i'm not gonna sit around every day waking up and being like oh my heart i can't i can't play last of us too man i love that game like no i think last of us last of us exists in a very special place in my mind where i beat it within 36 hours i did it in one week and it was this marathon emotional thing that destroyed me and I saw all the news that came out about Last of Us Part Two, and Joel was my character, and I just kind of went, "Oh, that's the story they wanted to tell." I'm not that interested because, you know, you got rid of Shepard, so I, I, I want I want Shepard. I, I like that Shepherd. reaction. I yeah. like that reaction. Like if and we can explore like people being monsters. That's really the like the turnoff side of it. Is Last of Us has these minute moments, and I included one in our video this week. I had. Where you like almost knock a guy down, and as they're like crawling on the ground, they're like, "Please, please, no, no, no!" And like, uh, video game, calm your shit. Uh, <laughs> you're presenting a puzzle to me. This guy was shooting me, and now you're gonna make me feel bad about playing your video game. Why would you do this? And from the many clips I saw of Last of Us Part Two, it was just rich with that. You know, you you like a dog would arr, arr, like run around the corner. You're like, ah, battling off your arm. You're like, no, no, knife, knife, knife. Oh, geez, I barely survived. And then someone would run up and be like, they like drop their rifle and be like, no, sneakers. Oh, my God, sneakers. <laughs> and, and you're just like, you're the one who did this video I game. I live for like, that shit. I live for that. Because if you were in that experience, life or death, you you just make a call. <laughs> you would just make a call and there would be consequences. I live I for that shit. There can be consequences, but you know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not responsible for what you just did, Ellie. Oh, you're not, not, you're going to have a bad time with God of War Ragnarok. (laughs) Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I'm already having a bad time with Ragnarok. That's because you're in the first quarter, which is, well, we'll see about that. Not great. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of introspection in Ragnarok. So you, you might, you know, maybe guard, put up some guards for that. As you, okay. as you continue. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting comment. There's, there's some introspection and looking inwards and calling to question, uh, if, if one should ever resort to war, um, I mean, you know, like it, you know, it is bringing up, you know, is there's retweeting it, giving it validation. Like, of course there was just absolutely asinine, insane takes on last of us, which is just a turn off to like, not even interact with the, the oh, audience. 100%. Yeah. And that's why, like, two. yeah, we, we talked about it on stream last week and, and, uh, like that I'm so thankful, uh, that I have this, that I can have, a, I can, I can talk to you. You can be like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like last of us too. And we can just talk about it instead of yeah. like, like, cause there was, there was such ridiculous, abusive, uh, reactions, uh, that I, I think really, uh, poisoned the well for having fun debate. <laughs> Like actually having a discussion, talk about why, why did someone like it versus why did someone not like it? Cause then, because there's, there is an elephant in the room now around last of us too. the same way there's an elephant in the room around so many other pieces of media that, uh, some people decided they didn't like it and wanted to go too far with how much they didn't like it. 
Yeah. And th- this happens inside uh, communities sometimes. Like I ended up this weekend in a rabbit hole, which is happening a lot recently. You know, I got I got the, you know, 11 week on me right now. You know, you, all you have like is a is a hand free for your phone as you mm. intricately work the yeah. exact position that keeps them asleep. So and I'm not a big mobile gamer. Like I, I really don't like Hearthstone on my phone. I don't like pressing tiny cards. So I struggle to find anything like I want to do outside of maybe like one of those ball bouncing games, you know, kind of like a bubble trouble kind of thing. I, I kind of <laughs> like those, but those get boring. So I end up going down, you know, wiki holes, Reddit holes, and I ended up in the Xenoblade Reddit. And that was that was crazy. That, that was insane. <laughs> it was like it, it, it was weird. It was a weird place. I, I was I was poking around. I'm like, oh, look at look at look at all the drama. Like, that's an interesting one that I don't think is achieved that. Star Wars Warhammer kind of status like that community seeming from my investigation can be very you either like everything or get out and and we hate any critiques or if you don't like this part you're not a real fan and it just it shut down conversation in a very different way. There's some of that and, in Final yeah. Fantasy. Uh, oh, of course. There, it's we, in all we stumbled across it's in that all multiple times. Because uh, yeah. we, we like talking about what we liked and what we didn't like, and we don't mean it as a as a massive takedown. We just like having those discussions. And, uh, you know, sometimes people have let us know uh, very, <laughs> very energetically that they don't uh-huh. appreciate us uh, pointing out anything that we, that may not have landed for us with, with Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, and uh, they're welcome to do that, and I'm welcome to ignore them. Uh, cause that's not how I like talking about games. So, yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's always gonna, there's going to be many different fandoms. It's always gonna be multifaceted. Um, yeah, the, 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 the last of us conversation around that game was just like a complete turnoff for me. So yeah. Yeah. So I would be interested in trying it now. I feel like we've grown a little bit as a society <laughs> <laughs> like we're, we're capable of, 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 of imagining more, perhaps. That would, you know, that would listen. I know we're, we're coming off the back of uh, maybe a less than stellar Last of Us video in terms of performance. But, you know, it'd be a really cool video is if, if you played through it and still didn't like it is that we just have uh, a pro and con on Last of Us 2 and we just kind of hash it out. Sure. And it'd be interesting for me now, you know, is you kind of a played unplayed sort of thing to go through Last of Us 2 and kind of see after digesting the community, how I actually receive it. Cause when you, when you dig into the complaints, like there's entire parts of the game dedicated to why people are the way they are, why people are buff and then become unbuff. Like it's just, that's kind of how the human body functions and gains muscle mass. And I, <laughs> it was just like what the, what the hell am i reading but uh yeah no that, that'd be interesting yeah no and i mean we we pushed the envelope a lot on this uh, last video like that that was a great internal experiment for us because we actually got to do a lot of effects and side-by-side comparisons that uh push our capabilities and editing and help us grow so as a project for us it was it was a very rewarding, and I, I enjoyed talking last, last of Us with you. So, it took yeah, me an entire day uh, to do those side-by-sides because, uh, however, whatever codec the PS5 is using for its its game recording absolutely cripples my rig. Uh, I, I've never taken so long to do the smallest amount of edits. Uh, there was so much pain and suffering in this week's video. <laughs> I'm a little tired this week, Kyle. <laughs> sure. No, that, it was a lot of work. That was a lot of work, and, and we grew because of it. We grew because maybe of it. you did. I'm still working through it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still in a cast. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 it is. I need, I need to upgrade some stuff is what I found out this week. Oh, the computers. Yeah. Our computers yeah. are not prepared for that level of editing, uh, mastery yeah. and, and execution in many regards. Um, but yeah, it, like it, to that note, like it was also really weird to have some Final Fantasy people come by that video and be like, Last of Us is crap. And you're like, you guys just endured how many years? You know, thinking about the Xenoblade community, like how many years of anime hate have these people been through? And to do that to other creations, other video games, it, it strikes me as bizarre. It's it's it's, it's a bummer, but uh, I mean, I've seen it time and time again, like Marvel gets big and then you get the, the Marvel gatekeepers. And it's like, I know you were sure. teased for it growing up. So why are you why are you doing yeah. that to other people? And I, I did it, too, for a time. You know, I was I was 16, you know, 14, 16, of course. So, like, I I can kind of like, ooh, cringe and like put it in a box and push it in the closet and be like, I'm, I'm better now. But I was there, too. I was the exact same way. You know, people made fun of you for anime, for imagining doing attacks on the playground. <laughs> Probably one of the bigger culprits, of course, than just liking it. And, you know, then Marvel comic books, this thing that was very uh, ostracized suddenly becomes mainstream. You go, well, hang on now. I'm going to gatekeep. We didn't call it back then, but it wasn't I'm a buzzword, but defense. yeah, yeah. It's what they put were up doing. These defensive barriers that don't let other people in to enjoy this product. Yeah. It's weird. It's strange. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I, I definitely got annoyed when everyone was like, suddenly we're into star Wars. And I'm like, well, that's what I got made fun of for, <laughs> but I never, I never, I never like, yeah, call anyone out on it and i definitely like anytime i'd make a new friend who hadn't seen star wars i was sharing that shit as fast as i possibly could so um i'm not trying to like make myself sound like oh good guy garrett never gate kept i'm sure i was a dick at some point about something sure. but um most of the stuff how, i like i always yeah. wanted other people to like it i wanted to share it so i mean we were literally defining ourselves through products like you do and then surrounded by people that we may not like that's school particularly high school like pretty you, you much gotta, yeah you gotta adapt what, and, what if you had to be in the same room with youtube comments that's what that's what school's like uh, my mom made me a, a custom like out of cardboard she spray paint herself over a bicycle um like a motorcycle helmet vader mask and i was just some spaceman oh a spaceman at every door i went to that year like i was uh, i was nine uh, you know and no one knew who darth vader was suddenly the big re-movie, remaster, whatever thing happened, and everyone's like, I love Vader. And you just go, no, you don't. How you dare you? Crap. How, you yeah, exactly. Oh, now How you like you. it. Ah, oh, now, oh, now it's okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't I, I know we're having this conversation inside The Last of Us. I don't think Last of Us really had that issue. Um, I do I do see a lot of people trying the game for the first time, which is pretty neat. Like there are people who are oh, sa- sales uh, of both, both titles have uh, shot up in the wake yeah. of the premiere. Um, and, and then number three here was like the most watched thing besides a game of Thrones. Uh, it was the most like episode two to episode three growth, like more people watch three than watch two on opening. Oh, on the first wow. night. So uh, nice. the, the premiere was the second biggest premiere in HBO history. Number what we talked about last week. Number one was house of the dragon. Uh, two saw some fall off and then three saw more growth from two, like more people watch three than two. It's, it's wild. It's doing really well. Uh, and I'm really excited about it cause it's a well-made show. Uh, and you and I, 
again, uh, go watch our video. Um, we talk a lot about it because, like we mentioned it last week, I think neither of us were particularly excited for the show or really wanted it or thought that it needed to exist. Um, but it turns out it's really good. And now it's it's making me worried about other things, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment. But you know what I'm not worried about? All the wonderful support we're getting Heck yeah, over yeah. at supportourbromance.com. I'm never worried when I'm on our Patreon because there's so many wonderful folks over there that uh, seem to like what we're making. So if you like Kyle and me getting together, maybe doing this podcast, but not just this podcast, if you want to support us because it's, it's the Garrett and Kyle Patreon. That's it. It's just the Garrett and Kyle Patreon. Everything we do together, uh, you can support it by supporting our Patreon. Go to supportourbromance.com. Dot com. It'll take you directly to our Patreon and uh, you can support us. If you like our videos, if you like our streams, if you like our podcasts, if you like, I don't know, you saw me in a Publix and you're like, that guy's our funny faces? looking and you got to laugh out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. do a little, do a little on screen action. Yeah. Oh there. whoa, yeah. what is this? Yeah. I should, I should, we should have done this a long time ago. We should look have. Yeah, look. Oh, have there's no link like though. Link. There's no yeah, link. We need like yeah. a link. Yeah. Yeah. Our lovely see. mods are helping us out if you're watching live. But yeah, all right. Support our bromance. Com. We also have a store at buyourbromance.com if you want to get a Grinding Gear t-shirt, get a sticker of me or Kyle. We definitely don't look at those numbers and then decide which one of us is more popular. Uh, go to buyourbromance.com. Uh, actually, don't. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so check it out. That's how you can support us. Thank you for support, everybody. And you'll get some perks like access to our members-only channels and our Discord. An ad-free version of the show it means you won't hear this. And uh, some bonus content. So go check it out because we're going to be doing spoiler episodes for The Mandalorian when it drops mm-hmm. in a month because we're in February. It comes out next month, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, coming out fast. We return to the doodaloo, doodaloo. The music on that show is amazing. It was a good rift. Yeah, no, it's it's important. Uh, I hope they find a new one. Like, not that I hate the original, but, you know, I got a little sick of bam, 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 adventures by the end, so I just want... I want them to do like a little, you know, just a little twist on it. Evolve it a little bit. I don't know. Well, it's time for us to move on back into the podcast and talk about what we're playing. I'm going to just level with our audiences. Uh, There was news this week that Ragnarok reached 11 million copies sold, and it's just a wonderful excuse to check back in with Kyle about where you are in Ragnarok, uh, because I believe you are firmly in what I consider to be the the boring first quarter of the game. Um, Yeah, it's got no purpose right now. Like, I'm really really quite lost. But I'm glad, like, the, the weird part is that they keep putting out promotional images for this game, and, like, Kratos hugging, and I'm like, Whoa, spoiler. What the heck? What, <laughs> what the Dude, crap are this we doing? This spoiled the shit in back for me, by the way. And like, like, there is Kratos zero. Doing, like, hard hands, and I'm like, Kratos, hard hands? I'm not, I'm oh, not really sure he's the hard hand That's type. not from the game. They they tracked that themselves. It's it's a it's a Jason Momoa gif that everyone uses. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, but there's like art of it, like that they put out on the official Twitter. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. the hard hands. It's it's animated. Like they, it, it's a custom animation they did as a joke. Okay. Yeah. Like it's weird being on the. It's weird being where I am in the game, uh, such as they say here, an enthralling spectacle, which it is not at the moment. Uh, uh, no, I agree with you. I, agree. I really want to. I want to. I want us both finish it because I really want to. Like I really want to see it through, but. It's got some pacing issues, man. 
Yeah, it, it feels like an expansion pack, which I think would have been a very healthy place for it to be outside of we don't do expansion packs right now. Like if it had just like come out like they're like, hey, keep playing your game. You're going to keep all your loot. This is going to sit on top of the other game and it'll just appear like a new quest in your hub world. And we'll and we'll noggin uh, winter everything like I'm I'm also I just don't have like cheat codes for this one. Like I did the old ones like Egypt. I'm there, man. I, I read the golden books at the library. You know what I mean? I witnessed I was all over that. Uh, uh, you know, Rome, Greece, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, like heavy in Armedia. Is this Norse? What uh, Thor and whatnot? What what do you call that? What do you call like Odin and stuff? Uh, Norse. Which Norse mythology. Cosmology. Yeah. I'm just not like I'm not up on it. And it's it's even more confusing having Avengers and all do their version of it. So I'm I'm just kind of lost and i'm like <laughs> i'm not as interested in what uh, mamir has to say as i would be if he was like now you know that, that we, we well that's a little dwarfish but you know what i mean like it, we, well we had to cut up osiris and put him in several boxes and i'd be like hell yeah tell the story like i i, I know what you're talking about but the twist is he was a dick and i'm like yes excellent excellent let's let's go kill him i just i don't really know the cosmology, the uh, the gods as well. So. Yeah, I mean, I I know the the main players enough because of Marvel, right? I know Odin, Thor, Heimdall. Um, so in in that way, I'm I'm enjoying this. But in that first quarter, uh, Odin and Thor just kind of f off real quick, and you just don't see him for a while. Yeah, and, and I also think that this is it's kind of a weird brag too, because you know I bought a PlayStation that was a bundle, so I think. A lot of these are bundles, you know. A lot of these sales are bundles, and maybe not actually oh. the success of the game. Oh, you're getting in there. You're getting. I don't. There's a yeah. lot of people love it, man. I think we're we're odd men and out when we're like, okay. eh, it's it's good. It's not. It's not great, in my opinion. It's not great. There's I a lot. It. You know. There's a lot of dishes that require onions. I don't want to chop onions, <laughs> but I like when we get there. So I'm I'm gonna see it through. Like this is my. Oh, I love it, chopping it, onions. Uh, no, that's not where we meant to go. But oh, they're no. so satisfying. They got that. Oh, it's just slicing onion. Man. But you oh. got to do it every time. You know, when you're firing up every meal, it gets laborious. You know, I don't like cutting uh, the ends off green beans. That gets laborious. Okay, there you go. They, they don't see, line up all, nicely. They don't line up yeah. nicely. We all have these. We all have. They, you, you cut. I, I, you don't pop. You don't pop the end of your green beans out. That's a little more satisfactory because you got no knives out. You can kind of like uh, bowl on the couch it. Like set yourself up with a movie and just start popping the ends off oh, with your I hands. I love using a knife. I love a little more. Love little more um, over cutting board with a knife. Meditative, in that way. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I've got good. I've got beef. I've got beef of Ragnarok, but uh, but it gets better. Uh, stick with it. Okay. Um, really, I'm, the shame is it's just sitting like right on top of my Persona Five time, which Persona Five is a um, it's a, an interesting game. A, a time suck. Absolutely. It is a, is a huge time sink. The gameplay like combat of it isn't terribly interesting. There are tactics that you can perform, but it's you play it more for the story and for, you know, living as a high schooler flirting with everybody. It's interesting. I don't I they need to do something with God of War Ragnarok to impress me, because right now. Blades of Chaos feel really tacked on. And it was more than fine in the first game because they were a very late unlock. They were uh, hmm. part of the story in that way. They were very powerful when you got them. There was a lot of like suddenly, uh, you know, the Blades of Chaos are perfect here because you're in like the snow zone and you got to burn away the stuff. Like it was perfect. 
but watching like emotionally available Kratos go ah! <laughs> with the blades of chaos is like a really weird disconnect. Like watching <laughs> beard face like scream. He, he he functions better as a character with the axe in two in Ragnarok. Anytime I get out the blades of chaos because they're the preferred enemy for fighting things, I'm kind of like this is, this doesn't really seem like him. He doesn't really seem the chaos type right now. Uh, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I, I, I really I, enjoyed having them out the gate right away. Um, and I like that they very quickly introduce like elemental weaknesses. Like this one's frost. Then you're sure. going to get through it's the armor a lot faster right? if you like, use the, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, it builds I, on it. I, I prefer the ax. I think the ax is just cooler, which is hilarious. Cause when we were on stream the other day playing final fantasy 14 and people were like, yo, when are you going to play warrior gear? Cause I know you love tank. And I'm like, eventually I think axes are lame. Like in the, I don't like axes. I don't like axes. And the only thing lamer than an axe is, an ha- is a hammer to me. Like if you're going to use a two-hander, it should be a big freaking Braveheart sword. That's what I want. <laughs> or dual wield like Legolas swords. I don't like axes. I don't like hammers. Uh, but I love the Leviathan axe. It is one of the coolest video game weapons in the history of all video games for me. It's a solid weapon. Uh, but I think the Blades of Chaos with the the closer camera without a jump and all that sort of thing, like the old, old games had it mm. functioned better as it wasn't an Easter egg by any means, but it was a story beat. When you, you wield them, there's a pain associated with it being on your wrists and like the, the danger and evil of these weapons. And just seeing, you know, dad Kratos now go like bend his spine for a big jump slam. I'm just like, eh. everyone's like, are you doing okay? Old man. Yeah. You, you, you do okay. Old man. Yet he's out there. He's like, still a God spinning himself <laughs> like mad. And people are being like, this guy's, this guy's on his last leg. Like he's ancient this, y'all. This is just, there's a, I'm having a weird disconnect with the blades of chaos as an old God of war fan. Uh, and maybe it's just like he's not pissed enough right now to be chaotic. I I mean, I could like I think sometimes like there there are things that are just gameplay like Hades having a machine gun with a falcon on it or something like sometimes you just go, well, whatever, because <laughs> it's not a story game, right? Like I actually really like the gun in Hades, so it doesn't bother me there. So I, I've got more gripes that hopefully will, you know, dissolve with time. Because I am spending so much time in load screens. Really, just this whole first fourth of the game is just across the tree, across the back of cross, in the tree. The love the go through a hole, and it's just load screen hell. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what annoyed me. I, uh, I had no issue. I really liked it. I was really glad they didn't friggin' Metroid this out the gate and didn't like take shit away from you to just make you go get it again. Like true, I really respected the game for not pulling that bullshit. Um, so yeah, to, to me, I mean, it's, it's a concession to a certain degree, uh, I think to have the, uh, <laughs> the way Kratos fights. It's like, he's still a God, like even though they're old, like, like, like Odin's really understated, but everyone's still friggin' afraid of him. Like, you know, he's going to throw down at some point. Something's going to happen with Chad's, that. Chad's getting mad at me for my takes on Hades. Yeah. I, I do think the gun is the worst weapon in Hades. It's stupid. It shouldn't be there. I hate that. But, thing. but there, there are like, I just have disconnects with Hades that are fine. Cause I treat it as a roguelite. I, I treat it as a puzzle game that I play when I want to do like when I, when you come to what's her face singing and she's like, la, 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 hello. And you're just like, whoa, how did you, how did you stop singing so fast? Like there's, there's, it's clunk. There's clunk in there that, you know, and I don't really care about 
solving. I mean, I mean dude, we, if we want to just talk about uh, hyper-specific things that took us out of Ragnarok, uh, when they break rock walls and then they just kind of, like, they just turn the opacity down as they're breaking away. I'm like, what? there's a beautiful falling away animation. Why is it getting see-through? <laughs> Why? Like, there's these little things in Ragnarok where I'm like, ah, this is like an 80% triple A, and there's like little 20% B game situations going on in the fit and finish of it. Yeah, or fighting lizard folk for Ben Xan. Like, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to give my review at all. Yeah, um, but yeah. I'm, uh, it's gotten a lot better. I, I hit a new thing that I thought was weird. There, th- this really cool moment later on uh, that felt extremely rushed. And I thought back to the part that you're in right now going, we couldn't have cut like 20 minutes off of this to develop this thing later on. That's way cooler. Um, but that's, that's me. That's me. It's probably, it's probably not that simple. Um, but yeah, uh, I just want to check in with you because it sounded like you were where I was at and I was curious if it landed the same. It sounds like it did with uh, yeah, some, I, I some extra Kyle, Kyle hates the blades of chaos annoyance in there. I guess <laughs> I just confirm. I'm- we're just confirming that you hate the blades of chaos. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's now, 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 when, now, hang your on. now, now, hang on now. Yes, that is true. I am. I, I will agree with you repeating what I've said, but I will like, <laughs> you're, you're making me out to be a worse guy because what you're doing is you're taking your complaints about, you call it the cave and kind of the parts that I'm at and putting on top of my complaints. Like, I don't think the story and the pacing is as bad as you do. My problem is I'm not enjoying Kratos right now. Mm. I don't think Kratos is an enjoyable character for this point in the story. And because of that, I'm seeing a disconnect in bearded Kratos screaming when he's fighting like little tadpoles on the ground. I'm like, are you really that mad, dude? Like, they're just, it's, it's, tad- it's, <laughs> like these it's, things are easy. It's, it's, it's a video game. It's yeah. Video, it's, yeah. It's, it's like you're Joel sad and last of us. And then he has to go murder 20 people. Like, it's a video game. There's, there's going to be this. If, there's if you overthink it, right? Yeah. If you overthink yeah. it, right? There's going to yeah. be. But I am a I am a God of War super fan, if you will. You know, no no Funko figurines or anything like that. But. What's with the Funko figure? Literally the lamest collectible. <laughs> the lamest. I, honestly, well, because I'm I'm thinking about redoing my back shelf right now is actually why it's kind of oh, on my mind. Like I'm okay. I've, re- I've been thinking a lot about it. You know, I, want I the, love my. I do and don't. I need to be careful with what I say because we now have a PO box. I kind of want the fat cat from final fantasy 14 plush but i've also seen how big it is oh sure the big big one yeah it seems like it probably takes too much space yeah i i'm in a weird spot with my with my background it's very D &D heavy uh D &D did a a big backpedal we didn't really talk about that this this week it happened midstream friday uh, while we were playing dead space that Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards of the Coast did its big backpedal and was like, okay, everybody, you know, you win and so did we. Uh, we, we're, we're gonna put it, it's gonna go back to the way it was. No worries ever again. Except for we left a lot of holes about the uh, virtual tabletop, which we've never successfully made, but we're totally gonna pursue later on. But for now, eh, you go back to enjoying D&D, everybody. You just forget uh, this ever happened. Now, according to the numbers we've seen and like what people can dig up, D&D and D&D. I always want to call it D&D Insider because that's what it used to be called. But D&D Beyond subs have not returned to their previous level. Like a lot of people canceled that sub probably because they left it running in the background like you would a Netflix or something. Oh, topical. And they aren't going and reinstating that. So Dungeons and Dragons has lost a lot of money and a lot of goodwill. And I love my D&D books, too, but it, it's not really it's not really representing me right now. Mm. Particularly like this big. This big chunk of fourth edition, which 
No, I, I come and go well, from, but you know, like Kratos, I, I, maybe you should make peace with your past and embrace it. What maybe. I'm saying, Kyle, is your, the D and D books are your blades of chaos. They may it's not true. fit your life right now, but they're still a part of you. They, they're they're a, a building of block of what made Kyle Kyle. Yeah, and I and I got you know I got Magic the Gathering cards here. I got like my StarCraft Collector's Edition, but like this is old Kyle. Like I need to work in some new stuff. Some you know I've, I've changed. Uh, yeah, I've I'll do it. A lot yeah, over the behind years. me is it's, it's well, actually if I get out of the way, it's uh, it's mostly Master Chief and a Stormtroop helmet. But up above is a bunch of Blizzard stuff, and you know yeah. I, I still love I still love Blizzard games, but uh, you know not making as much Blizzard content. Uh, I just don't yeah. have any Final Fantasy stuff. No, and and I mean not only that, like I've I've just come to love a lot of a lot of things over the years. So, you know, without being too consumery, that's my main thing. Like I, I could put up all my consoles back there, but they get dusty. I, I don't want to do like anything too like you know of, of behold my stuff. I recently found uh, all all my old uh, uh, like uh, punk rock high school Garrett bedroom posters, and I kind of want to go through them and 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 because there's like lame stuff in there like good charlotte too which i love but good charlotte's lame and their poster looks stupid um <laughs> i kind of want to do just a big like poster bash wall like the whole damn thing is just like posters on top of posters on top of posters mm, sure. um because uh, i still like that stuff and, and and i like that look too so uh, that's something i kind of want to do um but yeah yeah, oh, uh, disc plates. Uh, we, well, we're not reacting to a to a preach video right now, chat. Um, so we're not going to watch the disc plate <laughs> ad, uh, but we will uh, because you sh- if you're going to react to someone's video, you should do the, at least do them the courtesy of showing their ad and showing their. Code. Right, right. Don't skip their ad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if it's a pint ad. Oh my god. Use your code. Holy crap. Well, uh, we've said Final Fantasy enough times that, like Beetlejuice, I think we've summoned it. Let's talk about uh, a really quiet, normal. No, undramatic week in Final Fantasy. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. There's a new ultimate in town, Kyle. Which means the cheaters are back. People are cheating in Final Fantasy again. Uh, there's the race for world first, which means there's the people who did it first cheated. Everyone's mad. There's a new Yoshi P letter. And for some reason, we're all treating it like we haven't been through this before. We got to we got to take that moment, right? We, we have to step back because it's very easy for us in the Blizzard sphere coming over to Final Fantasy to go. Well, this is. It seems like minor drama, surely, after after all we've been through in video gaming, what's what's the big deal? But we have to really kind of put ourselves in that growing player headspace to us final fantasy with our community with our streams with our videos it's a very large community it feels huge it feels huge from the inside but i think there's a lot of people who want to continue to see this game grow and they've seen things like longer cutscenes, more voice acting better holiday events perhaps in their game as it's grown and gotten more funding and as Square has given Yoshi P more leeway to do what he wants. So something like this strikes me more like when StarCraft fans were all clamoring for a documentary to be made back when we covered StarCraft a lot. It strikes me as a community who wants to grow and wants to be seen as a functioning and well-made game 
that's constantly battling people hating on anime tropes and just automatically dismissing it. And then on top of it, here comes your big hardest content that maybe would appeal to those other game players, those other raiders, and get that hardcore scene developed into streams, into esports, and like help it grow. You know, there's a lot of people who don't really want to watch esports, but want their game to have an esports because it gives a feeling of aliveness that they want. So when Twitter suddenly has all of its tags for Japan as Final Fantasy cheating, bad news for Final Fantasy, bad news for Final Fantasy, this is elevated to a much more emotional state. Mm. Then from the outside, you know, like we just see gamers being bad, like game, gamers being bad people. And it's very easy, I think, for us after being through many roller coasters and, and many, many dramas to go, well, that, that's just bad people. Why is this becoming a hyper focus? I've just never been all that interested in Race for World first. Uh, I wasn't interested in World of Warcraft, and I'm not interested in it here in in, in Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, a big part of it for for why I wasn't interested in WoW was I'm not going to do it on that difficulty, so I don't need to see it on that difficulty because I'm not learning anything I'm going to use. Like, so what's the point? Um, and and there, to me, I don't find it entertaining enough. Like, it's a lot of hours to hopefully maybe be watching live when they actually clear it. Um, there's too much of a chance that it's going to happen when I'm asleep. So I don't get invested in the first place. And for final fantasy 14 is that, uh, I expect to do ultimates with you one day. So maybe I will watch some of the stuff to learn cause they seem so damn hard. I'm not all that interested in <laughs> doing it blind. Uh, but right now we're busy. We're still working on MSQ. Uh, ultimates are in the distance. So, I, I don't want to watch it now because I want to play it <laughs> like one. Well, and, and with esports in that way, too, like I wouldn't find watching a stream very enjoyable because what I want to see is a reflection of my home experience. And I can't even do my red mage rotation correctly. <laughs> we're, we're, we're leveling, right? Like I lit like I, I get crap for it, but I, I do feel the need to defend myself slightly. Like I'm still in the phase where abilities will suddenly turn on changing the cadence and i just found out like last month that healers have different cast lengths than red mages therefore i'm not supposed to weave on red mage spells like please massive simplization roll with it you know what i mean like so to me like watching it it wouldn't even inform me and that's what i see esports as is something educational something that's gonna uh spark my brain with improvement juices and motivate me so right now i don't have an interest in it in particular but Another factor I don't think you and I really see in this is the evolution of Yoshi P and honestly, the concern that a lot of the fans have for the pilot of the ship. Like I've seen a surprising amount of people just concerned about Yoshi P's health. Like there's talk that he's chain smoking, that he's not sleeping, that he's overworked and they want him to be healthy and seeing this. I find evolution, that deeply cringy and uncomfortable. Well, but hang on, though, right? Because, like, and I think that's it comes from a part of not being on this ride that long. Like, there there has been dad energy in the room with Yoshi P. And then there's, like, I am deeply disappointed uh, as people reading into his most recent statement. Like, it, it went, it it's bigger and beyond what the Yoshi P statement is. However... For us who have joined, you know, our first ultimate was the last one that got cheated the heck out of. 
uh, this doesn't seem all that different. Like, it, it, this just seems like how Yoshi P talks. But to those who, are, who have uh, idolized the man, they're seeing a very different language. And they're seeing something a lot more critical in the room. In this case, if you can't be good girls and boys, we're going to, you know, we're going to take away. We're going to pull the bus over and we're going to ruin this, this ride you're on. We're going to destroy it. That that that's fine, and I I get that the the letter absolutely reads like a a, a disappointed father with all of that energy that uh, would make me feel bad, and I hope does make the <laughs> the cheaters in this case feel bad. What I'm talking about is the uh, I I cannot read freaking like comments that it's like, I'm worried for this person. I don't know's health, these parasocial relationships, because to me, it hits me square in the Gary, you look so tired, which I never want to hear that in a chat ever again. Like I never want to see that in stream chat again. Stop telling people you're concerned for their health because they may be fine. And what you're actually telling them is they look like shit. (laughs) Like it's horribly offensive and rude. Mm. (laughs) Like, yeah, I, I, it's, you don't know them. <laughs> like, it's so weird. I, I, I can get behind that, man. And I, and I, you know, you're talking from your own experience too. And there's a lot of memes around like, oh my God, is Yoshi P a, wow. He looks so tired. Every time he's on screen, they're like more tired than last time. You know, and some, some give thumbs up to it. Like, you know, that's a achievement that he's unlocking. So there, there is that aspect of it. Um, the, the part that bothered me as a, a newer fan of the game was seeing a the accusations fly towards other gamers like, oh, this is this is a result of World of Warcraft being on our game. This is a result of people coming from other spheres and other ratings ruining our game because they are the only kind of people that would possibly cheat. That that was really disingenuous. I. I understand the disappointed dad energy. I'm a. I'm kind of surprised that Yoshi P would like. I, I would basically say I can't believe people would do this. Uh, his quote was: "It's very difficult for me to understand as a gamer what the meaning behind using numerous third-party tools to complete and clear a world's first would be." Uh, I think everyone cheats for prestige. I think any. Uh, granted, we've been. We we're not part of the. My, my experience isn't so much in like a community games. It's in competitive games. And I have seen people do really weird things. And we're not talking like cheats to make your life easier. We're talking like straight up misery in order to receive certain ranks, like playing characters you hate. Honest to God, like wasting your fun time in the evening, continuing to chain a hero you hate and hate and hate to play over and over again. I, I, I adding a cheat to your game in order to get a prestige falsely that that's part of the gamer playing handbook like what what is diablo or any of these rpgs but finding ways to feel like you've cheated the game like well i I know the secret talent build i know if you mix this and this you can have infinite rage or you know well i know the genji you know i know the genji glitch and i know where you can go through a wall and you don't like to me this really isn't all that different uh, when we talk about Yoshi P's statement here, saying he can't believe gamers doing it. Now, for the like the actual prestige of it, yes, uh, that's dumb as hell. Like y- you're gonna walk around with a T-shirt on that says "I cleared you know worlds first, 
you should have that revoked. And that's what they say here is they're going to go through and remove. Uh, and particularly, it was a translated tweet where they translated that it was going to literally remove all achievements, gear, and also the title associated with the world's first team, despite them not directly being found guilty of cheating. So if you benefited from cheating, if you were one of these teams where your shot caller had the zoom out thing, and then you had like a alternate on the side that was also watching the game. So they didn't have to play at the same time. They could observe uh, that, you know, you benefited from cheating. I think that's a great, great thing to do. And that's where I, I have a disconnect with the community's reaction right now is because to me, that's like, hell yeah, sweet. Did they do that last time? And people are like, no, no, they've never gone this far. This is, this is a big deal. I'm like, oh, well, this sounds like really reasonable. This is, uh, Yoshi P is so upset. I'm like, this sounds like, like a really good idea. I love, I love the idea of straight, let's, uh, this language, I'm like, I'm excited. Like strip all their achievements, make their characters name mud, like take away all their gear. Make them go replay a Rome Reborn. Like, just like whatever you get, like, add cheater title immediately, like, stapled to their name at all times. Like, oh my God, remove all their titles and just like force the title cheater. Yeah, just like go like hard. Like, this is, this oh, is a man. great that freaking would be reaction. Hilarious. I love this reaction. Absolutely amazing. But so that's where I have a disconnect is, you know, and then there's, there's like this, this concern about like, man, that's, Wow, it's gone so far that we had to do this. I'm like, this this is like step one in my book. Like, you cheat at my game. If you showed up at my D&D table with, like, weighted dice, like, I've never had to do this personally, but I know people who've had to do the golf trick where you put a ball in the glass of water and spin it to see if it's weighted. People do this with dice at tables because people cheat. Like, if you cheated at my freaking D&D table, you are mud. You are... Why wow, would you I'm, cheat in D&D? <laughs> Exactly. Well, why would you cheat in a world's first, right? That's for prestige. Because there is prestige. What prestige is there in D&D? I'm so lucky. Who cares? To me, it's the same thing. I work hard designing those encounters. I have, and that's where like the anger comes from. It's like a game developer. Like this is entirely optional content that they have completed in-house like they didn't just complete in-house and say and everyone that's a professional raider can handle it and just like cranked it up like no they they beat this in-house like that is that is the pedigree that i respect about final fantasy 14 no add-ons beaten house that really matters a lot to me and so if you go and cheat in it frick i would be pissed i i would have no disappointed dad energy in the room here i would just be pissed i mean i would be too. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not in on the the D and D analogy. But what? But I'm. I think the punishment fits the crime. Um. And to me, it seems like a, like a lot of the fun is is the memes for for folks. It is just I I didn't follow, so the memes basically meant nothing to me. I've seen the the shared zoom out like a a bunch. Um, but. I don't know. It's, it's, well, the realist side of my brain is like, well, what can you do? Like they're doing what they can. Uh, and so I think that's rad. Like <laughs> I think that should be yeah. celebrated. Um, and some people are, but I think other people are, are just like uh, mad on Yoshi P's behalf. And it's like, well, I, I think Yoshi P is, is plenty mad himself. <laughs> He's capable of, of being his own brand of mad and writing a letter and, and taking action. He has done all of that. Um, right. Right. So- the, the, the memes were fun. There was an aspect of, 
Did you ever did you ever do daycare and have ooh mama mama ma? What? Huh? Anytime anyone would get in trouble when I was four years old, we would all go ooh mama mama ma, and I don't know why we oh, did it. Okay. Well, whole, I mean, I've, like, yes, I do. The class, ooh, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole yeah. class okay. would like collectively do this as the one kid was escorted out. Like I'll, that. That's where I was like. Come on, Final Fantasy community. Like, let's 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 upgrade ourselves a little bit here. Like, this, this is getting a little like, ooh, teacher says you're in trouble. I was like, I, no, the punishment is fitting the crimes here. There's no ooh about it. We don't need to witch hunt either because this is an excellent punishment. Yeah, no, it's, for just, being it's, a it's just like owned. Like, just yell owned. <laughs> like, yeah. like, there yeah. you go. Like, good. Like, and and then there's the whole there's the whole debate on whether she'll allow mods or not. And we we've, we've talked about it in the I guess it's been a while, but like, I I don't I don't understand why there's a debate. I do not understand why this is a debate. There's a game that allows mods. It's called World of Warcraft. There's a game that doesn't. It's called Final Fantasy XIV. If you really want to use mods, don't play Final Fantasy XIV. It's, 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 go play World of Warcraft. It's fine. Like this, this type of cheat, it happens every... Here, I'm going to hit my own analogy that means something to me and Kyle's not going to give a shit about. This happens Cars? all the time in motorsport. Constantly. Oh, cool. Cheating in motorsport is endless every motorsport has a probably has some sort of weight limit a lot like you have like a lot of cars add ballast because they've stripped so much shit out of the car for weight savings that they might actually come in under the weight limit and they have to add ballast they have to just put metal in the cars to make weight and there's tons of people that try and cheat this and try and sneak the weight out after the fact and they get caught on it and they get ejected but it doesn't matter you you want to win and you're going to find any edge you possibly freaking can uh, but I just don't understand the point. I don't understand the point. I don't understand, like the sanctity of competition is, is has always been important to me, and it it, it, it boggles my mind. It's, it's like I I get if you want mods, sure you're free to have mods, and I get it if you don't want mods, you're free to have that feeling. But like if you're gonna play a game, if you're gonna enter into any sort of competition, there is an expectation that you're opting in. To whatever the rules are, whatever the rules are, and all rules are made up, but there are going to be rules. So, like, why? Why? why don't uh, now? I'm just old man on the front porch about this. But no, no, finish I, your thought because I'm, I'm I'm still a little lost. What my point my point is is like, why are you here if, if the game strictly doesn't allow this? What? Why bother? You've you've sullied your own accomplishment. So, like, truly, what are you getting? I mean, unless you're just like trying to, I don't know be a dick like be a, a detractor and just be like ha, ha ha you don't want me to do this but i did it anyway all right whatever i was i was 16 once too but uh like to me it's like go play wow if you want mods play final fantasy 14 if you don't uh, like what's what's the friggin' point so i don't know i i like the outcome of this uh like I, I I really like the outcome of this and like I and I could see it progressing. I could I could see us all calling into question any world first where every single every single player wasn't streamed or at least recorded and uploaded somewhere. Well, I think that's where we need to think of the game as something that is blossoming. Like this is an opportunity for growth. This is esports, big streams, world's first officials. And they get in that a little bit here. Like he says, we've heard the community's voice that an official raid race should be supported and regulation should be decided upon. This is a topic which needs to be discussed internally. I think this is where you kind of can read into Yoshi P's hurt on the situation where he's like, we could do all that, but you could also just be like decent human beings and not cheat in my game, please. And we wouldn't have to go through this extra effort. Like, I don't understand why you would do this to my team, which already has so many barriers to cross, like people not calling it a real Final Fantasy game 
like overcoming anime stigmas, perhaps, like being second to World of Warcraft for so long. People want Worlds First to be a real legitimate thing, and I, I think that's fair. And I think that's that's something that they should regulate. Everybody streams. Uh, every team member has to stream, maybe. And then when you say you've got World First, that video needs to be deeply scrutinized, perhaps. There's always that edge of it, too, where, like, you know, the, you hear World First happen, you go, oh, no, and you stop running. And then you realize that it wasn't actually happening. So someone who did keep going, like... It, it caused the entire scene to collapse. And all yeah. the excitement around the bubble burst. I'm all fired up now, man. I get, I, yeah. I'm not into race for world first. I'm not into it, but I do like competition. And this makes me yeah. freaking angry and annoyed. And, and, and again, old man of it is like, to me, like my whole thing. And, and I've talked to some people in our discord about this is just like, I have this like deep feeling of like, what, this happened last time. Why do we, like, why do we care? Like, just stop it. Stop the bullshit. <laughs> like, why are we going through this again? But again, like I'm coming back around. Maybe, maybe these, like, I don't, I don't know. I can't understand cheating and, and thinking you're going to get away with it or cheating to actually like get the accomplishment. Cause like, what, what do you, 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 you're going to have your own personal asterisks in your brain because you know what you did to accomplish what you accomplished. So my, my only thought is like, I guess, I guess they're, 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 it's dark night. They just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> they just, yeah, I, it, it, that, that, that like that gets into the player's own heads, which uh, has nothing to do with Yoshi P's response. Like that could be something deeply narcissistic. Like it just, you believe your own lies long enough that you did deserve that, that you installed mods because you're such a smarty McSmarty that no one else, everyone else is too dumb to mod this bad, this game that you're going to destroy with your awesome skills. Like the game holds me back because I'm better than this game is capable of showing. That's like, that's on the players and whatever sick twisted logic they ended up developing to justify this. And that is sad. Uh, I think a lot of people don't want to see heavy handed anti-cheat software launch every time they fire up their game. Uh, probably because, you know, maybe they have sexy lollafels or uh, chat bubbles or something like that. So <laughs> they don't want they don't want their what they, they Boy, howdy, I could use some chat bubbles. I would really uh, yeah, chat bubbles would be my great. track record for solo duties. I could really go for some chat bubbles. I think people, you know, and and that would upset their gameplay. So. You know, it's it's the Raiders are ruining it for everybody else in that regard. And that's why why it's taken so seriously by the community, because. Well, now no one gets punch, no one gets cake because of a, a couple few pooped in the pool. <sighs> what a bummer. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see the Twitch numbers while this is going? This is a draw, man. Oh, for this, the for the event a, itself. This is a draw, yeah. Because yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen Isle is pretty pretty low on uh, on Twitch, and uh, it was it was big during Race for World first. So it's just it sucks. It's a big deal, yeah. No, I, and and I think like that that's the barrier we had to overcome, like seeing this for the first time. Because honestly, I joined in all series. Like I've I've said, I've played for a long while. Like because I had free trial, I could walk away whenever I wanted during A Realm Reborn. Like, we started seriously playing right when N. Walker launched, and we already had an extremely frazzled Yoshi P. <laughs> who, who talked like this. So when everyone's like, Ooh, oh my god, he's so mad, I'm like, this is 
This is just like, your. This is just your. <laughs> yeah, this is your. I, I'm, this is the now I'm like, I know. Should he not talk like this? Is this is this bad? But like, the, yeah, it, it didn't strike me as something that was uh, truly shocking. There's also stuff in here like they had an internal leak. Like it just sounds exhausting over there right now with all the third party tools and that sort of thing going on. Yeah. So there, there are other dramas released inside this. Uh, but yeah, I think this. I think this action. It's oh, it's incredible. I love. <laughs> I love it. It's not disappointing dad energy at all. This is just like it. They gets to the core of a video game. And I know like my hands might be bigger than someone else's and I can reach P easier than, you know, someone can only reach I or something like that. But video games are such a level playing field that if you go into something that was handcrafted like this and you cheat, Get the hell out of here. You trash, man. That's trash activity. I'm with you. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Also, I want to see more like cool content like that. Uh, there, there's opportunity costs like you know, with, with everything like some. Yeah. Some people, you know, it, it is true. Like sometimes. It, it's not true at all. Like the effort that was put into monetization would not have ended up in gear being higher res. But there are things where like, you know, people now are like being like, well, let's just get rid of all the ultimates. Nobody sees them. No one plays them. Yeah, this is their statement, right? Nobody plays them. Select few are the only ones who even try that hard. What if we took all that energy and we put it in pets and we push bikini bottom somewhere else? Like that that's not how video game work. It, it, the way Yoshi P says it kind of alludes to that a little bit. Like we could put our efforts at somewhere else if you all want us to. And there's a part of my brain that goes, well, what would you do? What, what is that? Something else. What else are you thinking? But that that's reading into a man. I don't know. I, I think it's really cool. I think this type of content is, uh, is, is super rad. And it's, it's been a, a major player in me sticking with the game. Like not obviously I haven't done an ultimate, but um, just there the way they keep their instance content relevant and the stacking layers of difficulty that are really easy and accessible. And there's a lot of filters that you can turn on in the game to make it as difficult as you want it to be. You can totally go in over geared and steamroll it just to see the content. But you know, we've been doing min eye level, no echo runs of extremes and it's some of the most fun I have ever had in an MMO. And we, and we, we are super privileged to be able to do it while we're playing through the MSQ, like, and see it in the expansion it was meant to be seen in, like, freaking all y'all that show up, and I know we can't fit you all in because so many of you show up to Extreme Night, like, thank you. Um, but that, like, I'm so excited. Like, everyone's like, oh, what are you going to do when MSQ? Well, some some people are like, oh, what are you going to do when MSQ is over? It's vaguely threatening sometimes. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm like, I have so much hard content to play through when we're current. Like I can't wait to get the, I can wait, but I can't, but I also kind of can't wait to get the ultimates. Like this kind of stuff is awesome. So it's like, and I also, I don't want to be misunderstood when I say like, I, I don't watch race world first. It doesn't mean I'm not excited about the content being added to the game because I want to play it myself. And that's actually playing into why I don't watch this kind of stuff. I honestly think I'm going to suck too much. Like I'm, I'm honestly nervous that I'm going to be the problem. If we ever do ultimates, dude, if we, us sucking, honestly is probably the best case scenario in terms of it being entertaining to watch. 
True, true. More <laughs> our fault than someone else's, perhaps. But yeah, man, like uh, I've I've had some decent skills at StarCraft. I think I'm pretty damn good at MOBAs, MMOs. Like, oof, oof. I, I've been you've been out of the off. game a long time. Yeah, you, 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 you. I stuck with WoW a lot longer a than you did. Uh, but I haven't hardcore. I haven't like progress. I haven't been a progression player in a long time. So, are you gonna? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out when we get there. Want to take some uh, questions before we leave? Let's do that. Oh, I missed my button. There it is. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. You can send your emails to feedback at startgrindinggear.com if you're supporting us over on uh, supportyourbromance.com, meaning you are a patron or you're a member of our wonderful YouTube membership program. You can write us a message in the questions for hosts channel, which is part of our members-only channels in our Discord. And that's exactly what Kadrick did. Who said, hey, fun, Last of Us video. Thank you for watching, Kadrick. Said, might be fun to hear you chat about other changes or deviations from the game that you would like to see them make in the rest of the show. Ooh, uh, I'm not sure I want to see a deviation, but if they're doing two, I really want to see an absolutely grotesque, like, giblet explosion from a, a, a explosive arrow from the bow and arrow weapon in Last of Us 2. It is the most fun I've ever had with a bow and arrow in a video game. Did Joel get a bow and one? Did they yes. add that in the... No, no, no. That no. did happen? He absolutely okay. gets a bow and one. It's okay. uh, right before you make it to Bill's. When you're... Yeah. Right before you I, hit I the first remember. trap. Uh, you find I don't remember having a roof. bow at all. Yeah. I just played it. So it's very Yeah, no, me too. But I, I just don't remember doing that in my original playthrough. I just like never... I it was I, a marathon. I just never used it because I hate it. Uh, in the first one, but the second one, you get those wonderful explosive rounds and they're beautiful. Oh my God. The Gibbs, the Gibbs and two are disgusting. I love it. There are, there are parts of the game that made me sadder and I'm definitely having a lot of like red wedding excitement for the TV show in that way. Like I, I'm pre stoked to see others react to what I thought was the saddest moment. Is this what it's like to be a, to, to be done with the final fantasy MSQ where you're just like, yeah, I can't yeah. wait for people to make this, this sad point in the game and see how they react. Reading books ahead of movies. Yeah, no, this is, this is very much that experience. And like, I, I would not have pegged turning bills chapter into the saddest point in the TV show. Like that was, that, I did not have that on my bingo. <laughs> I was not, I was not emotionally prepared for that. So who knows what they're going to do? Um, would I like them to make it less sad? Maybe. Um, re- really. I'm, I'm interested to see how they fill out Tommy because I thought that was the weakest part of the game was meeting up with Tommy in the game itself. Mm, we're, we're heading into the part of the game. I just straight up don't remember uh, in the show. So it's a lot of Raiders. Like it's a lot of, uh, faceless bad guys with guns, and if they want to swap that out for infected, oh hell yeah, like, hell yeah, like let's let's, let's do that. Let's let's crank the infected up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing really off the top of my uh, off the top of my head. Um, I remember, I remember the part in the island in two feeling a little long in the tooth. So maybe maybe cutting that down a bit. But uh, no, I don't know. I, I freaking. I love those games. Go, and now I trust them because episode three was such a massive deviation from the game. And uh, it, it was, I thought it was beautiful. Um, yeah. Like it, it, it spoke to my soul. It was delightfully romantic. Um, and uh, yeah, so now I just trust them. So I'm, I'm not afraid anymore really for, for the show. 
Um, you hear me? What was that? I was just doing a little home alone for you. There you go. What, why? I'm not afraid anymore. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> deep cut yeah uh, yeah i'm i just feel i'm i'm like go for it deviate have your fun with it make it make it your own for the show because what you've done so far has been i think a master class so I, I still would love to see the university i just want to see the university mm. in its entirety but trust is there right now so honestly um we'll see like uh, i think the I think the biggest like legitimate fear I've seen is that people are concerned we won't get the time we want with Joel and Ellie, that it'll be more of a, uh, I don't know, like an echo, basically, <laughs> like from Final Fantasy, like every time Joel <laughs> walks in the room, he's like, ah, and then we just like go on a whole episode about someone else. I think and, that's like, fair. I think that's I've seen that about I've seen that about episode three. And I and I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's out of left field. Um, no. It, and that's like that's about like the whole show as a total like. Episode three is amazing. And it's such a slice of life that I love to see in that universe. But if every episode ends up being like Joel barely stepping in the room and then we go, ah, <laughs> we, you know, flashback to, you know, whatever else I can see, like the, the game lovers being like, oh, no, this isn't this isn't the game anymore. You've made you've made something else. And that's where, you know, the power of franchising comes in, like. Why did it have to be Guardians of the Galaxy? Why not make a new space movie? It's like, well, because no one would see random space movie. Everyone would go see Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know, that's that's just being innocent. Yeah, know, that way. Yeah, yeah. My my brain's more in there's there's things I really want them to do, and rather than there's things I want them to change. Like for you, it's the 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 college, and two, I really I really want to see the hospital. The hospital from two is absolutely terrifying. It scared the shit out of me, and I want to see it in a TV show with these production values because holy crap. So that that's the other thing, the slowness that they're willing to take and the production values like they're, uh, they, they dodged my biggest complaint that I always have in TV shows, which is they actually walk somewhere where they talked and they walked down a road. They moved like, Oh yeah. You hate the stand in a room and talk and just switch between close-ups. I hate that so much because uh, because we could be going somewhere and like Joel and Ellie are heading down the road. And like, while I might not be completely engrossed in what you have to say, like there's just that part of me that goes, well, at least I'm going somewhere. It felt think, to me that that scene, the highway scene you're talking about. Oh, man, it felt delightfully Jurassic Park. It's like you're walking through the jungle and you yeah. hear the T-Rex roaring. You're just like, shit. Like, I love it was very Spielbergian and I'm into it. Yeah, it had that that sense of danger. You know, there are other elements that work, like if you're doing a romantic action comedy, like what was it? Meet the Smiths or something like that with uh, Angeline Jolie and Brad Pitt. Never saw it. Mr. Uh, and Mrs. Smith, I think I it was called. I think I'm aware of it, but yeah, it never it looked. If you're, if you're having like a lover, <laughs> lover's quarrel behind cover as you shoot guns, like I love that too. Like just take whatever your plot points are and just put them inside of action. Uh, so that's why you started watching Spy X Family. Yes, my ex family does a decent job. Literally, of that. the I first mean, episode, second episode, second episode. They're also really good at motion, like moving. Um, just when the characters run and stuff, it's very interesting to watch. Have you gotten to the palace episode yet? Where they where they go to a castle? Uh, is it like a theme park castle? Yeah, yeah, they like they kind of do it as uh, the treat for the little girl yes, before yes, she goes yes, to yeah. school. Oh yeah, okay. I'm way past yeah. it, dude. Yeah. We watched like three straight hours of it the other night. Oh okay, cool. We, we cool. hadn't watched it in like a week, and then we were both just kind of like, "You want to watch Spice Family? Yeah, I want to watch Spice Family." And we just, we just that that's the most anime I've watched in a single sitting in a very long time. 
It's good. Yeah. It's a like, good like, show. It's it so it's so hammy in the best way. I love it. I really, I really forget. Uh, Anya is like, I, I think moving up the top 10 list of my favorite anime characters of all time. They're fun. I, there's also like, you can overdo it, right? Like um, I'm watching that primal show still. I think it's called primal, right? Primal. Yeah. Primal. Yeah. The dinosaur show that can just be like, I'm watching the dinosaur scream for the 50th time this episode. I really don't need like to linger on this dinosaur <laughs> Rory again. We got uh, it. Great. Granted, like some like one of the episodes uh, with the Brachiosaurus or probably some other giganto dinosaur, like that was just freaking adorable. I <laughs> into completely disturbing. Like it's it's a really fun show, but you can go too slow for me. Sometimes you can just delay a little bit, and Samurai Jack can walk through those woods just a little too long. Ragnarok. <laughs> Wafifi Wafi asks any thoughts to comment on the podcast about the DC movie announcements from James Gunn yesterday. And I am so not tapped into DC that uh, Wafifi's message here is what even made me realize this happened. So who is James Gunn? Uh, Did Guardians of the Galaxy and more recently the suicide, the new Suicide Squad movie and the Peacekeeper spinoff of the Suicide Squad movie that was on HBO. So James Gunn did Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, all about to be three Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay, I, th- I thought that was the um, the Thor Ragnarok guy. No, thought- that's Taika Waititi, okay. who did Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. One of those movies is okay. very good. One of those movies is not so great. I, I haven't seen Love and Thunder. Uh, um, you can skip it. <laughs> Oh, they did Slither back in the day. Interesting. Yeah, James Gunn's uh, got a long, a long history. He also Gone did that. Dead. He also wrote that lollipop chainsaw video game. Huh, and the Scooby-Doo live actions. Yep. Which were neutered stoner comedy, basically. Yep. Uh, kind of like Galica, Galaxy Quest, which turned out amazing, but also had all its F-bombs removed and stuff and was kind of family arised in that way. Uh, it, this is an interesting, uh, interesting. Uh, anyway, so he's been uh, essentially put in charge of completely restarting DC's movie plans. Like, so he's our Mandalorian guy. He's turn our, it all down, start over. Yeah. I, I Mandalorian is yeah. I, I guess it, more like Kevin Feige is to MCU is is probably a more apt analogy. Huh. Uh, that's interesting. Anyway, there's really just one thing in here I'm super excited about. And what's that? They're developing a Swamp Thing movie. Why? Why are you? Hmm. You like the Swamp Thing? I love Swamp Thing. Interesting. <laughs> I was super into Swamp Thing as a kid. And uh, movies, comic books. How did you get into Swamp Thing? Uh, the cartoon, uh, which then made me go back and rent the old Hammy movies. Uh, uh, direct uh, the first one. The original was directed by Wes Craven. I love. Oh wow! I've never. I never even knew there was a Swamp Thing. To you. This is like. Um, this is like a Ninja Turtles level animation. Like any of the Street yep. Sharks. Like yep. this is- I watched the cartoon. I had a bunch of the toys. Uh, I had. Co- then I went and got comics and would rent the bad eighties movies from Blockbuster. Oh my god! This I is was insane. super into Swamp Thing. Look at that. Oh my, this is, this is He-Man level. Like, oh yeah. Just, 
Oh, it's delightful. Insanity. Oh yeah, it was it was a garbage cartoon. And I loved it. <laughs> wow. I mean, I love garbage cartoons too. Like Mighty Max. This is where I grew up in Florida, dude. I lived on a river. I'm super into okay. the swamp. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I was more scared of extraterrestrials living in New Mexico, so I could I could see the connection. Oh, dude, I was super into cool. aliens, but that was just a you know the golden age of Discovery Channel for me, but. Yeah, oh, I love. Oh man, they have all like the hovercrafts that look like they could be instantly made of plastic. This is perfect. <laughs> I'm, I might watch this. I love this cozy stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and, and then they went. Oh, and then they went and just like smoothed it all out here. I guess Mark Hamill did a stint as the Swamp Thing. Oh, I didn't know that. In in one of these, yeah. But it's that it's a DC smooth. You know what I'm talking about? Like where it's just it's a little too. There's just no detail anymore. It's lost all its character. For me, for me, like I, I think DC is the style. Yeah. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's it started with Batman in the animated series, and and they just kept it because it's effective. Right. But, but Batman the animated series were because the contrast with the, the dark and the light kind of scenes, and I, I found it more interesting to watch. I find I'm Justice League great because the characters, like the interaction, like Bruce being pissy, Superman being hopeful, Wonder Woman, you know. Like, uh, and then making everybody kiss. Like, uh, that's, I'm like, all right, you know? Um, but yeah, I have a hard time getting into DC stuff. I'm, animated I'm, I'm, wise, I'm, modern. I'm with you there. I think the animated series, uh, Batman animated series looks better, but it also, you, you don't like need that all the time. That, that extremely contrasty, uh, vaguely expressionistic uh, look that was kind of aping Burton, which was kind of aping German expressionist films. Um, it, you don't need that for like the flash you know, some DC's pretty colorful outside of Batman and even so, Batman can be colorful because they're also talking about doing a brave and the bold movie. And, uh, yeah. the brave and the bold is a little more, you know, a little more hammy Batman, which I am not against. I have, I have had my, f- I, when I was a kid, all I wanted was dark Batman. I've had more dark Batman than I need. I'm, I'm down for some fun Batman. The Brave and the Bull cartoon's hilarious. If you've ever, I don't know if you've ever oh, seen it. Oh, it's great. Uh, that's why I'm a little confused by the picture they used here. I guess it's a comic book. And it was, this a, it was a comic art. first. Okay. And then a cartoon. And now they're going to do a movie that harkens back to the comic. Because it's voiced by the postman from uh, Drew Carey show. Who I don't really know from anything else under the sun. But he yes. does an amazing job <laughs> as like almost yes. a cronk level Batman. And all his... It, it, it works so well because it works in like Red Tornado and all these really wacky side characters you'd never interact with otherwise. Brave and the Bull is hilarious. I really, really like Brave and the Bull. Yep. So that'd be that'd be interesting, right? It's it's hard to not just like take all we've been through with um with uh, having a cigarette sat outside, Batman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love. And even I, I know a lot of a lot of people are bummed about Cavill and, and I love Cavill, too. But uh, the, the new the, the new direction for Superman sounds interesting to me, because at least this first movie, they're going to be doing more of a a bit more of a Clark Kent. Like introspective angle, it seems like. Oh, wait, are they going to do a Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, buddy cop? Is that what this That's is saying? Kind of what it sounds like. I love John Stewart. I think I, I'm not a fan of Hal Jordan. I think like wacky fun green lantern like just drops the ball for an intergalactic police force but mm. john stewart plus you know like he had a thing for hot girls i was kind of like yeah man go for it <laughs> yeah john, john stewart green lantern not john stewart of the daily show fame yeah, if you're not, not a, if you're yeah, not yeah, if you're not yeah, intimately yeah. familiar with with green lantern lore 
Um, but yeah, I've John's like, yeah. Cause I remember watching like uh, random justice leagues back in the day and that was John Stewart. Wasn't it? That was just John. Stewart. Yeah. Like, yeah. They went John Stewart for that, which was fun because his imagination was a lot less like how Jordan had, was very creative. I, I think Ryan Reynolds did a great job. Uh, portraying he was well them. cast in a bad movie. Yes. Yes. But he, yeah. Like that, how Jordan is a much more um, playful green lantern. Whereas John Stewart is, He's more geometric and methodical, so his creations with the rings are a lot more marble machine to me. They're more fun to see how Jon Stewart solves issues. And there's a great episode, too, where they all get turned into kids. By I, I forget. Maybe it's like Granny Goodness or something ridiculous like that. But there's a great episode where they all get turned into kids. They're all super weak. But Jon Stewart's like, wait. I have a child's imagination. He just kicks ass because like his, his imagination is so blown out of proportion. Now that he's a child again. He just saves the day. <laughs> it's it's up there with like Batman calling as he falls saying, I can't fly. <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not a huge Green Lantern fan, but uh, uh, like that was one where I had like just a random assorted comics when I was a kid and I always like liked them, but I didn't. I wasn't like super deep in the lore. So I've always been like totally welcoming of, for Green Lantern to be a thing. And it's just never stuck. So I'm, I'm for it. I really like James Gunn's work that he's done so far with DC. His Suicide Squad movie is my like my favorite DC thing uh, since Dark Knight. Um, and uh, Peacemaker as well is, oh my God, I love that show. So well, he was executive producer on Endgame. Uh, I believe that's true. Yeah. I think he was attached to both of them because I, I think he had something to do because the, the Guardians characters were there and those are very much cut from his cloth. Yeah. Huh. So, so we're going to, it's going to be jokey. Like we Scooby-Doo into Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like we're I, looking I at, would we're, imagine. We're looking at that. Yeah. Oh, the, the Firefly guy. What's this, you know, that level of writing. It's it's kind of permeated. Oh, Whedon. Uh, yeah, yeah, to a Whedon certain piece. degree. I, Gun has a, a bit of a mean streak and a, and an edge to his writing, I think more so than, than Whedon. Whedon loves killing people for sure, but his, his, his joke writing is all, I think a little wholesome. James Gunn is not afraid to, well, make an R rated suicide squad movie. I'm, a little, I'm, I'm outside the no, so I'm always afraid to ask this sort of thing, but it, it, it People don't like Whedon now, right? Like he's he's considered like not. It's come he, out that he, it seems he, like he's just a, cheap or something. A massive asshole to work with. Like, oh, okay, like that's the issue. Open okay. yelling and belittling of. There are plenty of articles on this. I am not well versed, but uh, uh, I've read a few of them. I was bummed out to learn things about okay. about Joss Whedon. That, yeah, that's why I wanted. To know. I didn't know if it was like Joss Whedon burnout on like the way he writes, or if it was another. No, issue. a lot of people who worked with him were just like he freaking sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And then you have the other side of the spectrum with um, James Cameron, who is like, he is exhausting to work with, but not necessarily a villain. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's probably a, probably an apt analogy. Cause yeah, I've heard, I've heard that said about Cameron as well. And yet I've never, there's never been like public takedowns of like, I will never work with this piece of crap again. No, no. Like everyone, everyone who does an interview, they're like, so what's like working with Cameron? He's like, and they're just like, I'm not going to do that for a few years. Like Sigourney Weaver in particular is like, <laughs> I need a break because he comes in with his vision fully realized and you better get it. Like, but you know, so 
but in no ways has it been like a takedown or anything. Yeah. Like that. yeah Interesting. Yeah. yeah. As much okay. as uh, toxic is, I think an overused uh, buzzword these days, but, but I think what I've read about Whedon pretty firmly fits that bill of being a, sure there, kind of there's a steps to it, person. right? Like yeah. there's, perfectionist there's you know and that can escalate into the toxicity that is an issue yeah. okay yeah yeah you know, i'm i'm way more excited about this than i thought i'd be I, yeah man, i really I, like to me a lot of the choices they're to making me, here. dc was like kind of i always thought dc was a little more primed to have a little more fun and, and like they're there to me there's a world for camp and i like that we've been kind of finding it again peacemaker is a little campy while still being edgy and offensive and violent but it wasn't, it didn't shy away from superhero camp, like being campy, um, not DC and has Jack all to do with James Gunn, but I really liked She-Hulk. It was also extremely campy. Um, like I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready for it. Like, like more earnest camp than the kind of Whedon-y, you know, dialogue camp. I'm, I'm kind of ready for it. And it looks to me, I'm looking at the slate going, uh, I think there's a lot of freedom in here for, to just have fun with some DC properties. Yeah, like, and they're and they're pledging things like creature commandos, but in particular, if they can't do camp, they should not touch Booster Gold. Booster Gold is nothing but like inside jokes. He if they if they go like dark and serious on Booster Gold, they're wasting everybody's time. <laughs> you're just you're just wrong. I would love to see what you would think of uh of because you didn't see the most recent Suicide Squad, did you? I know, you hate with, um, I know you hate Will Harley Smith? Quinn, but well, no, the, the one after that, uh, uh, that, that James Gunn. So they did, I hate it, but they're both just called suicide squad. And the one is the suicide squad and one is just suicide squad. I forget which is which, but the hmm. one that came out uh, a year ago or two years ago, it's with Idris Elba and John Cena is James Gunn's one. And, and it's the, the, essentially the second one, but they kind of just pretend like the one that came out earlier doesn't exist. Cause everyone hates that movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it, it, to so me, it generally, had, I actually kind of like the first Suicide Squad. I don't think it's complete garbage, but it does just end with a big pillar of light in the sky. And I've seen that a million times and the villain kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, uh, to me, it gave me a, like expendables energy, which I, I'm not a big fan of. Oh, interesting. Like, we, I, uh, we, got, me, we got all the actors together. We could. And well, to me, expendables energy is, yeah, we've got a bunch of famous people, but Suicide Squad is actually a thing from the comics. Like in, and they're not all famous actors. Like only some of only a few of them are. Yeah. Uh, it, was like, yeah it was like the forefront was the, the big actors they got for. Right. So I kind of dismissed it like I do those particular movies. Um, however, I do like get the getting the band back together. And if that's all like, you know, like red or any of those, like when you, when you get all the old actors back together, then I like it. So, you know, I think, I think you might, you might find some enjoyment in, in, Suicide Squad, and, and really, this is more of me just like, I want to know what Kyle thinks about this because I don't know how you would react to it. Okay, I know you don't like Harley Quinn, but it, it's personal preference. <laughs> she's she, she's handled differently in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. It's very easy for like I just I never much Mr. J and the horrible relationship they were in. Well, there's and, none of that, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then everyone goes, and that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm done with Harley Quinn. You know, I'm, just, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to participate. But you like Batman, the animated series. I do like Batman. Yeah, no, I, I, the hyenas, it's just, it's too, it's too wacky for Batman. Like 
there's an element of, you know, Batman ending up in the rip, uh, the Riddler traps that I enjoy, but the Harley Quinn Joker, their baby hyenas calling their children. It was just a little too um, Adam's family. You really should try me. the cartoon because it's the entire thing is I've based heard. around Harley realizing she's in a shit relationship in the first five minutes. And I that, have heard that, that starts the whole. Tr- I love the cartoon. The cartoon on HBO is yeah, great. And, and <laughs> you can have it. You, you go for it. You don't, don't, <laughs> don't let my opinion, you know, no, it's not. It's not I, 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 I just, just like the thing. It's like if, if the, I get excited because I'm like, oh, if that's what you don't like about the character, Kyle. I know. I know I sound I sound like a please react to this uh, thing, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm getting excited. Um, uh, thank you, Fifi, for letting me know this even came out. I don't follow DC very closely, so. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of, I've been the last couple of years, I'm just like, I just like when James Gunn does DC things and then turn around and like, oh, wait, he's the head of it now? Sweet. Let's let's go. And we're still getting we're still getting some dark ass DC stuff. We're going to get a sequel to, uh, you know, Twilight Man, Batman, and they're making a Joker, too. So. They're not they're not abandoning all gritty DC stuff. Oh, spoiler alert. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, just, I, I just assumed he was dead at the end of the movie. No, it's it like a Joker like origin a story. Oh, it's a prequel. Uh, it's like origin story. It It's just it's a standalone thing. It's like it's it's like a like a one shot like yeah i don't really like the joker movie i think it's a joyless experience um, yeah that's what i the put ending's yeah. great though the ending is incredible <laughs> but the rest of the movie i do not need to ever watch again but the ending's really <laughs> good it's 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 uh the, you get to the end you're like oh this is also an origin for gotham not just the joker and it's kind of cool i really like what they do with the ending Apparently, I like James Gunn more than I thought. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. He's doing Coyote versus Acme. Oh, my God. I didn't know. You, you got some deep cut DC knowledge that I was unaware of. They're doing. They're really making some weird. I mean, Warner Brothers is just seeing what sticks. They are. They're absolutely insane right now. I give them props. Like, I've, I've talked about Warhammer multiple times today. Like, it's still that energy. Like, just go for it at this point. You're kind of in a weird, muddy place anyway. Outside of like your Lego products. Sure, why not? Yeah. That's weird. See what sticks. Yeah. See what sticks. DC's weird, man. Because I, I was I was super against all the Zack Snyder shit. And then the Snyder Cut came out. And I was ready to make fun of it. And I ended up actually liking it. But DC's in a weird place. They're all over the place. But I, I've, I've enjoyed recently when they've just been like, we're just going to do little individual things and not worry so much about the connected world. I think they've been doing a lot better with that. So agreed. The, uh, the connected, uh, multiverse. I think we're all a little tired of it right now. We're ready for to just have some fun again, but, but we also have like, we, we got to find a lot of actors again too. Like we're, we've moved yeah. out of a lot, a lot of our actors. A lot of them have quit, you know, uh, the like, big um, fan cast right now is a guy. What plays Drax for Lex Luthor, which I would watch the living shit out of that. Oh, interesting hmm i'd watch it he he he's got some drama chops he, he doesn't all he doesn't have to be comedy i just want them to get smallville lex luther yeah, i can never remember batista's name but yeah but i've been seeing batista fan cast for lex luther going around and i'd be super into that because it'd be such no, a no, get, departure get smallville get the smallville guy 10 percent. he was such an amazing lex luther like now I, I have no idea what he's doing now 
Um, but like he's older and he would be awesome. He'd be so uh, he didn't he does incredible voice acting too. Like he has not stopped acting. He's just kind of got out of the, the limelight. Let's get a buff Lex Luthor. Let's do it. Why not? Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Well, now I'm just thinking Batista would have made a pretty decent kingpin, but we got back what's his face from the Daredevil Netflix show, so I'm happy. Was there a live action kingpin recently? Uh, there was, he was the main antagonist of the Netflix show and they're, they brought, they're bringing that cast back into the MCU now. Oh, I haven't, I haven't had a Netflix subscription and since dark crystal. Um, well, it predated that. So maybe then I didn't care. <laughs> Dude, the Netflix daredevil series is awesome. It's really good. I had hangups. I had hangups. Of course. You did. Everyone is. Everyone was useless, but Daredevil. Everyone listening, you know, if they listen to two episodes, they're not surprised. No, no, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised at my many caveats you must pass to make me stop playing video games. The Netflix Daredevil is phenomenal. Uh, the only thing I like better is the first season of the Netflix Punisher series. Now, the Punisher with um, with What's-His-Face, um, Lord of the Rings, and Ragnarok, that was fun. What? Punisher movie. Uh, he was versing um, Cersei from Game of Thrones. That's not the Punisher. That's Judge Dredd. Oh, Judge Dredd. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. You know, like gun. Everything sucks. Oh, now Lord the, the Punisher goes next to your truck nuts. I don't. I don't have any respect for the Punisher. Uh, that's Punisher's because those people thing. have a, a firm misunderstanding of the character of the Punisher. Like, but yeah, uh, the, the the Punisher. Yeah, it's a sad tale, but uh, you know, let's have Calvin piss on it. <laughs> like, it's very much a back of the truck thing to me. It shouldn't be. <laughs> those folks have never read a single Punisher comic. <laughs> they have no clue. But hey. What you gonna do? <laughs> no, yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, yep. Yep. Well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, if you want to support us, check out supportofromance.com. It's a wonderful place where you can go and support us on Patreon. And we'd like to thank our recent patrons, Cindy C and Ibby. Ibby, Ibby. I think you did great. I think yeah. you did great. Appreciate yeah, own it. it. And of course, we've got our legendary level patrons, which we thank each and every episode. So big thanks to Sean B, Mike R, Stephen J, Wayra E, Das, Cheesy Bob, Sean with an E-A-B, and Vextris. Thank you very much to all of our legendary level patrons. If you want to become a legendary level patron, get thanked every episode or just support us at any level, including a custom one. You can do that on Patreon. You can set it for whatever the heck you want. Supportourbromance.com. Thanks for the support, everybody. Other than that, as I fight through a burp because I'm drinking carbonated liquid while podcasting, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Garrett Art. Kyle's at Kyle Ferguson. We have a joint account at Garrett and Kyle. And everything's on YouTube. YouTube.com slash TV. Follow us on there. Our streams. We stream the podcast live. We have new videos every Wednesday. Go go watch our new Last of Us video. Just went up this past Wednesday, which is yesterday at the time of recording this. I don't know why I'm talking like a weird person. That's going to do it for this episode. GG. Take care. <laughs>